poppin', the Drew and Mike show, rockin' and rollin' from the deals in the D.com studios, and don't you dare forget that uh, Gary and Brandon will be at Breeze in Hazel Park. Who's Gary? Eli. Gary. Eli. <laughs> you got Gary on the mind. <laughs> Gary should be there. <laughs> Gary should, too. He should. He would fit. Uh, Eli and Brandon at Breeze in Hazel Park, giving away a pound of pot. And how about that? I mean, I never dreamed I'd be saying this in a million years. But it's going on now through Thursday, which is 420. Ghost Budsters is doing a buy one, get one free deal on all flour when you mention the Drew and Mike show while supplies last. So go to Breeze and Hazel Park and tell your friends it's free weed. 420, high noon. Brandon, Eli, please go. And Ghostbusters Small Batch Craft Cannabis Locally, caregiver run and operated premium packaging that keeps the premium product fresh. Now in jars in Oxford and Geology in Lake Orion. So jars in Oxford, Geology in Lake Orion. How about that? How about that? And Hall Financial is our presenting sponsor, and they want you to know there is inventory on the rise because it's spring, so it might be a good time to buy. And we hope you call Hall Financial first because they can get you pre-qualified. They've got great programs now. They can save you money off your rate, help with down payment assistance. In fact, this week they announced a 1% down program with up to four grand in forgivable down payment assistance for qualified buyers. It was 2,500, now it's four grand. So if you're thinking about spring, summer renovations or second home up north, you can take advantage of the equity in your house now. That's another way to use Hall Financial. Go to the website, click the link to get started for Hall's above and beyond five-star service just for you guys. Or call 866-CALL-HALL and make sure to tell them we sent you from the Drew and Mike show. Do it. So, uh, Gary Graff uh, joining us in about uh, 25 minutes as the Music Awards are coming up. <gasps> really? Yeah. Oh, that's Yeah, right. the Motor City Music Awards. What's the date of that? Uh, ask Gary. Can we have a show meeting? Is he calling or does he need a Zoom? <laughs> oh, you guys didn't know? I didn't know. Brandon, you didn't, did you just ask him? No, you set it up. No, I sent you it, but you knew he was going to be on. Okay. I told you he was going to be on five fifteen today. Did I not? All right, I, all right. Am I supposed to set up the Zoom? No, I can do it. I just didn't know if he was calling or zooming. I'll send him a Zoom. I was just wondering. No big deal. Where's our um, show meeting music? <laughs> I didn't know this was that hard. Honestly, no, it's not. I didn't know we were having him on, but not, I'm sorry. I, I love having him. I should have told you, Mark, but you weren't here last week when he called when oh. he wanted to set this up. So. I feel like we need to, right. to have sort of, sort of an extra sensory perception. Thing I think we need slack. Right <laughs> really? slack. Don't we need slack? Isn't that the thing uh, businesses use where everybody talks to each other? No. Ah, okay. Maybe we've been doing we this too long. Don't need slack. <laughs> I'm asking him right Maybe now. Maybe I'm too old to remember all these things. I'll send him a Zoom. That's all right. No worries. Everything's fine. Everything's great. How are you guys doing? I just realized, too, if he doesn't want to do the Zoom, then there's the issue with the Fitch phone number. There's always a fucking issue with <laughs> Gary him. is high maintenance, and that's okay. Well, it just just needs a little extra effort beforehand, and it, it's not impossible. I've seen him on TV, and they don't go, hey, here's Gary Graff, and then he's not there. So I know it's possible. <laughs> yeah, but that's but TV. we have they, to wait, be a little bit ahead plans of the curve. For things. Was he on TV recently to talk about the Detroit yeah. Music Awards? Yeah, he's, he's on TV all the time. He yeah. really is. Yeah, I wow. expect you'll see him more on TV in his upgraded wardrobe. Yes. That's right, yeah. <laughs> I know. Gotta love that new Gary. Oh, boy. It's like the old Gary, only perfected. Bye. 
Um, uh, what's no, his I, I think it's, a, it's kind Stacey. of a new Gary. I think it's a there's a big change. Uh, he wears jackets and nice looking shirts, and you don't see rock and roll t shirts and stuff like that on Gary. Oh hell no! Same as the old Gary. So anyway, I uh, was just kind of uh, wrapping up, getting ready for the show today, and I was watching, because I, I didn't see it last night, and I, it was all over the place. Yeah. 60 Minutes AI story. Yeah, it was cool. Which <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to be talking about Love is Blind. Oh, no, no. 60 Minutes. I'm not a big Love is Blind person. Although I did watch 90 Day Fiance last night for the first time. I, I'm, oh, a new I'm, season? I'm back into 90 Day for the last three weeks, I would say. Wow. So um, that's a fun show. I, I swear, I think everyone needs to watch 90 Day, at <laughs> least for one season. Yeah. Because it teaches you that we're not that bad. No. In this country, not. especially when they do 90 Day the other way, when it's Americans in the other country and right. you see how they treat people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're that's really right. not that bad. Yeah. Um, and it is, it's, there's a lot of funny stuff that goes on, too. Um, Americans are such weasels sometimes. This woman... <laughs> I thought we weren't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> we're not in some ways. Uh, but, uh, well, I mean, I think we're all pretty much the same. But it's just that they don't really get so hung up on judging each other all the time for all these little things. Yeah. They just treat certain groups really bad, and that's the way it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whereas we... We make an effort, and then we judge people inclusive. like crazy yeah. when anything falls short, and even if the, in, the intention's in the right place. Well, no, everybody here in America fucks with everybody else here in America. Yeah, it's really, it's we have a really standard. sick thing going on. So, um, the fun thing I was laughing about last night was this one couple, and the girl is American, and the guy, let's see, where is he from? I think they're in... Morocco. One of those shithole countries. <laughs> yeah, one, it's one of those shithole countries. Uh, yeah, Morocco. It's, it's Danielle and Johan, and they're in the Dominican Republic. Actually, uh, there's a couple in Morocco. So anyway, she's exactly been exactly true. <laughs> Gross. Not my favorite country yeah. to visit. Go ahead. She's Sorry, been on this big trip about um, her ex is in the Dominican Republic, and she'd like to go see him. Mm-hmm. And Johan's like, "Are you fucking kidding me? That shit doesn't fly here, honey." <laughs> And because they're just about to get married. And she's like, what do you need to see your ex for? And she's like, she's just really pushy, basically. It's like she does things her way. And when anybody suggests otherwise, then it's there. She gaslights him all the time. Uh huh. She needs to see her ex in a tropical paradise. No, I think she, I have or, a feeling her ex is a 90-day ex oh. from the Dominican Republic who dumped her, and then she moved on to Johan. I think that's what happened. Or she dumped him. I don't know. Anyway, she says... Well, that's not how it is in America. People go and meet their exes all the time. <laughs> no, like, they don't. No, they don't. No, no they don't. No. But you can say that because you're in another country. And the people are going to go, oh, that's pretty weird. I, I don't know why you do it that way, but uh, it didn't fly here. <laughs> so, yeah. So then she she arranged. This is such a typical gaslight. She arranged this this wonderful birthday party for Johan with his whole family. Uh-huh. And this is right after the whole thing about the... This one to see the ex-boyfriend. So he's still pissed about that. He doesn't know he's about to get a surprise for his birthday party. <laughs> and then he doesn't give her enough of her due at the dinner by saying, hey, look at what she did. She's so great. So she storms out of the dinner and God. demands the keys and bolts. Really? So she ruins her own dinner and blames it on him, of course. Wow. Which I, I guess he, he probably could have been a little more 
anyway, it's So um, at the percentage of lunkheads, male versus female, who, who are the worst in 90 Day Fiancé by gender? Not country. Uh, I don't think there's any worse gender necessarily. I think everyone's terrible. <laughs> everyone's horrible. They're all manipulating. Especially the women. I will tell you what 90 Day Fiance <laughs> is doing. And I've noticed that um, not only is 90 Day Fiance doing it, but uh, oh, what's the show? Catfish on MTV is doing it. Oh. If you watch those two shows, you will believe that about half the couples in the world are trans or gay. Oh, yeah. I'm not kidding. Sure. Uh, whatchamacallit? Um... Neve and uh, Catfish. They have so many gay couples. It's like every other episode is gay. They have a lot of trans people. And 90 Day has a trans couple now, which I fast forward through, which is terrible, because they get along really well, not because he's trans. (laughs) Because they're boring. They're boring. No, they like each other too (laughs) much. They're basic. They're too nice. Oh, it's Um, okay. I'm transgender. Oh, I I had no idea. Do whatever you want all the time. (laughs) But as I was fast-forwarding, I was thinking, am I being discriminatory by fast-forwarding through the trans couple? Really? You have no, that why? self-awareness? No, I, I, I mean, you're I, not fast-forwarding. I someone be- would call me that probably. You're not fast-forwarding because they're trans. You're fast-forwarding because you don't like that couple. No, they're nice. They're yeah. very nice. They're oh, just okay. boring. Then you are fast-forwarding because they're trans. No, they're just boring. Okay. They're nice. They don't my, fight. They don't argue. Is, my point is, the reason you're fast-forwarding isn't because of who, it's because of who they are, not what they are, right? Mm-hmm. Not because they're trans, because they're just boring. Yeah, they're just boring. No, it, that's all. There's no conflict. And uh, let's see, what else is going on there? I kind of dropped the AI subject, but I'll come back. Uh, oh, Debbie and Osama <laughs> in Morocco. They're in Morocco. Debbie is 67, Osama's 24. Oh, wait, wait, yes. Osama's 24, 2023. <laughs> you know what? I got to say, though, still, even though he had the name before bin Laden uh, did 9 11. Can he change it? Yeah. It's right. spelled, walking around being Adolf. No, like, no, like, no one Us, is like differently. It's, it's like spelled Osama. Yeah. O-U-S-S-A-M-A. I don't care. I know him as Osama. I want I, him to I, change his name. I, now. Had, an, I had an uncle a- Adolf. You did? Yeah. He was oh. one of the rare Adolfs. What year, yeah, was, that's... He, what year was he born? Oh. Before Adolf. Well, well, why didn't he I change mean, his same name? Time. I don't know. I really don't. I like Hitler. I think he would have. That's not a real popular name these days. No, and then either. You've I mean, seen that documentary, though, right? People yeah, named Adolf name. Hitler. Yeah, that's great. What a great documentary. It's fascinating. These people that named Adolf Hitler. So, um, 24 and 67, and you know what? She talks really slow. She seems old baggy, and she's always talking about the age difference. And I, I would just go nuts if I was in his family. or It's like, shut up about the age difference. If you're going to do it, just do it. But anyway, his parents were nice to her in Morocco. And I was like, why? how can that be okay with them? They respect she's their elders. <laughs> the father's actually one year older than her. Oh, wow. But I, th- I was... Uh, it's bad, but I thought, do they smell some American money, maybe? Because they don't live terribly well. Oh. Possible that they think she's going to inject some money into Osama's life. Oh, well, maybe. Yeah. Well, maybe people are nice, though. Maybe there are nice people. Yeah, no, they want Osama. To the scene. Your mama. They want grandkids. I don't think she's going to provide any grandkids. No. They don't. No. Maybe they'll adopt. Maybe they'll adopt. No, you want grandkids out of that uterus, either. No, no. Way too adopt. old. And let's see. Is there another? There were a few pretty interesting. Next thing you know, he's on top of me in the shed, <laughs> pumping and sweating. Oh, um, there's a girl. What is her name? Rishi, a oh, Rishi and Jen. They're in India, and Rishi, 
They've been seeing, they've been like uh, phone lovers and they visit a few times for like three years. He's never nailed her. Mm. He doesn't really pressure her for sex. She says though that I won't have sex until we're married anyway. So it doesn't matter, which I don't know if I believe that, but anyway, Jen's pretty. Uh, they're, they're not, they're not a bad couple as these couples go in 90 day fiance. But What's wrong? Is you gay or something? <laughs> one, one of her friends. <laughs> one of her friends started hitting on him online because I think he's a, a famous, not famous, but sort of a known yoga guy, and so he's online. And people yeah. know who he is, and yeah, sure. Um, and so I guess chicks hit on him because yoga. Lame. Is it yoga or does he cut? I don't know what he does, mm. but some for some reason chicks yoga are into liar. him. And so her friend hits on him, and he sends her a picture back where he's, and I quote her, topless. <laughs> he's just got a, he's just got a, a, a towel around himself. Looks like he just got in the shower. Oh. It's close. There's almost bass showing. Almost. Oh. And so, yeah, Jen is really. I bet really... you're banging your roommate that was in the shower. Amen. Uh, Jen's really upset about that. She just can't quite get over that. And Randy's insisting that, no, he was hitting on me. He sent me a roses, too. Like, not roses, but picture of roses anyone can do is that. that sufficient <laughs> she revealed that she was jen's friend and then he blocked her what? which was a good move and now he claims that uh, she was pulling my leg so i just pulled her leg back by sending the picture oh that's a good roses. excuse and then i blocked her <laughs> <laughs> what about the base picture <laughs> chicks love rishi i don't know i'm not sure what it is but Chicks do like, you can look them up, Rishi, R-I-S-H-I, 90 day. Let me know what you think. All righty. And um, did everybody watch the AI thing on 60 Minutes? Yeah, that was great. I, I'm excited can, for AI. Although, I thought their soccer playing was... Okay, that's silent. I, I think it's freaky, to be it's honest. It's kind of dumb. It's pretty freaky. Their moves aren't right. Okay, what, what are you scared about with well, AI? Well, I mean, take, for example, I've been listening to WATP and Carl. I don't know if you've listened, Drew, but there, there have been people that are already... This is... They're already taking like Carl's voice and having him do pedophilia things, which is mm -hmm. weird. Had Donald oh, you're talking about the Chat GPT? Okay, I thought but it's a, I thought you were in regards to the 60 Minutes. Thing. But it's an all of it. It's all of the AI all together. Oh, it, there's so many. It's going to be perverted really badly. You know that. Sure. Yeah. Everything from deep fake porn to the Chat GPT, which is going to take a bunch of jobs away eventually. Fake kidnappings. We've already seen one attempt. Fake kidnappings using parent or using children's voices. It's yeah. bizarre to me. I know because their and voices are all here, online. You get somebody who hacks a Twitter account. You know, say they hack a Twitter account of somebody famous and they have a deep fake of somebody famous and they put it out there. Then before you know, it, you could have just crazy things happening in the world. Yeah, people believe what they want to believe anyway. So. I don't know. I'm just. I'm not so worried about it. Everyone freaks out over new technology. Sure. Although well, I gotta say, the 60 minutes. But the one part in the 60 minutes piece that freaked me out is when they talk about it becoming self-aware. Right. Yeah. yeah I think but that, that is so far away. I understand that, but it's still kind of. I mean, when you take a look at those those Boston crazy looking uh, animal <laughs> robots and stuff like that that are already being put out as officer robot in certain areas. And you combine that with the AI that can... Yeah, but imagine if they had an officer robot, like, during... Uh, what were we just talking about the other day, Brand? Oh, the Boston Marathon bombings. Instead of the, you know, all the, all the sure. shootings in the neighborhood, just an well, officer robot. Yeah. I mean, but that's kind of the end of certain but occupations. Mark, I mean, the guy admitted... Mark, did you see Terminator? Exactly. No um, I, I, this is the way I look at it. I think this is the next social media where we're going to have no idea what we're doing. We're just going to launch it sure. out there, uh -huh. and it's just going to be problem after problem after problem. And we'll so we'll be going, out. well, it's incredible, but it sucks, too. Yeah. So and that's, it, it that's what I, down. 
that's what I can't stand about the internet and social media is this business of nobody having to be, be responsible for anything they do because they just hide behind these fake names and these fake accounts. And it just, I mean, people are just getting bullied to, to, to the end of the earth. And I'm convinced that AI will have horrible implications because they will not have any control in place to make sure that it doesn't do all the things that people are concerned about. It'll just be the wild, wild west of AI. Sure. Along with the wild, wild west of social media and the internet. And it's just going to get, I think the uh, the bar for human behavior will just get lower and lower I, 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 and lower. I just lower. think that there's so much freaking out about it right now that these companies know to have some pullback, some control. Do as a, well, no, I, <laughs> we'll I, see. I really think that, I mean, we, they were saying that last night. I really think they know they don't want to be the irresponsible company behind it. They don't want to be that one. Right? They I don't, think they'll want to make a lot of money is what I think will sure, happen. But nobody thought about that with social media in the beginning. There was no fear of it. The fear was, this is great. You can you know, well, do whatever they, you want. They did think about uh, getting um, getting the okay from Congress to not have to be qualified as a publisher. They knew enough about that. Oh, websites did. Yeah, well before. Yeah. So um, That was 1996, though. I mean, that was well before Facebook. Yeah. Well, and, Facebook, and Twitter. They, they, none of those people were worried about uh, people having proper identification or being sure who they are or the dangers of what would happen if people all be look at look at our twitter account oh my god there's so many we have so many weasels in our audience who don't use their real names i know it's amazing because i i always talk about how god what's with all these people and then I, then I look at the people who are retweeting me or commenting on me like oh, mr magoo is that really mr magoo oh no, i know it's who not that really is mr magoo yeah but we um, all know who he no, is. No, I love Mr. Magoo. I don't get me wrong. Oh, but for a, sure. Get a room. Magoo. Um, it's just amazing. <laughs> Magoo, we do, do a meme with Drew and you like, getting a room. Goofuses there are. We see people who will tweet something or like something, and before you know it, that person's fired for liking something, retweeting. So if you go anonymous, well, at least too? you have that barrier. Yeah, no, I understand. I, I'm not, you know, some people are doing it very innocently. Uh, Magoo's a good example. Magoo mm -hmm. has a good sense of humor, and I, I'm not aware of Magoo going uh, south too often. <laughs> He's going to be excited about how many times he got mentioned just now. Yeah, I just Magoo, retweeted. Magoo, Magoo. I just retweeted Magoo the other day. I'm trying to remember what it was, and it was something which Magoo his uh, eyesight would have surprised me because it would have required him to have good eyesight to tweet what he tweeted, and uh, I can't remember what it was. I wish I could, wish I could think. But anyway, Gary Graff's coming up in a second. Uh, On the phone, that, by the way. I set up the Zoom and everything and sent him a link. He goes, you, I'm just going to call in. I'm like, ask him what phone number. Yeah, he sent he, it. Yeah, yeah he, he sent it. Okay. Zot's newest location, Zot I-96, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, and New Hudson. Got a couple of things that are kind of tough to find these days. They make buying and leasing simple, fun, fast, and easy. They have one of the highest Google ratings, Google ratings in Detroit, 4.8 stars to be exact. And... Zot has one of the largest inventories in the D with more Jeeps and Rams to choose from than anyone else in the city. You want more good stuff? Right now, our studio sponsors are leasing the 22 Jeep Compass for $2.98 a month. You can also lease a new 22 Jeep Grand Cherokee as low as $3.97 a month. And if you're on the hunt for a newer pre-love Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, please check out our friends and studio sponsors at Zot's new I-96 dealership in New Hudson. And be sure to tell them the Drew and Mike show sent you. And, of course, surf their sensational deals and stupendous inventory at dealsinthed.com. And when is the last time that you checked your home and auto insurance rates? If you haven't in the past year, chances are you're paying too much. But... If you work with Legacy Partners Insurance, they won't let that happen. They keep an eye on your rates and continuously shop all the carriers to make sure that you have the best program. And if you haven't called them in a year, 
Call them now, and you'll probably end up pissed off at your current provider. Yeah. So not only does Legacy do home and auto, they also do great life insurance programs. They could even get you signed up for Medicare or Medicaid. Give them a call today uh, at 586-209-4106 or go to our website and click on the link to get started. It's a yeah. new quote. I never thought of that, you know, checking every year to see. Always, yeah. 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 Seems dumb yeah. now. Um, Lady Jane's, though, that's uh, where you go for an award-winning haircut experience. Hot towels, you know, the whole thing. Automatically, they enter you in the chance to win not one, but two vehicles of your choice, courtesy of Les Stanford Buick GMC of Ferndale. Two cars, one for you, one for whoever else is in your circle. Lady Jane's, open seven days a week, walk in anytime. It's wicked awesome. All right. Uh, let's see. We should be just a few minutes away from Garrett Graff and... Uh, here's something really strange that uh, a few people <laughs> said to me. It's this effort to have Asian Americans declared not a true minority. What? Okay. Due to their success in education is the reason given. In other words, that they're too successful to be called a minority. Yes, but uh, it's, minority is not, you know, how you're Trudy, they're not really no, elevated. Trudy, Trudy they're, some people think they're white adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> Have wow. you ever heard that term before? I guess I have, but <laughs> I've never heard that before. I thought, well, that's really cute. Who came up with that? Yeah, but I, you know what? I don't think they feel like that's the case. Some of them who I, you came know, here, you know. I don't know that. I don't know that they think about it that much. I don't know. Well, I would I don't not know. presume to know, but yeah, I mean, they're they're kind of kicking ass. I mean, uh, but, but how successful they are isn't isn't the measurement, stereotype. isn't it? Minority is how many. No, population? it's not a stereotype. I know they plenty highest, of Asian losers. <laughs> they generally have the highest income by about twenty. I think it's about twenty percent over the next group. Right, but population wise, is there a greater number of them? Five point seven percent, as opposed to of the population. Who's the majority? Whites. Whites. White people. The worst. Why would I ask that question? But this story, this story, as Drew mentioned, says that because of their success, they have You should count them higher. Yes, they have privilege. Privilege because of their success. But if you have success, why is that privilege? That's success. They earned their success. Yeah, we're supposed to be about that. It's not privilege. I'm not really following the the line of thinking here. And after all, I thought thought they were being attacked more recently. Right. Yeah, they were, but uh, some people feel they that's bullshit. They're just white adjacent, oh, and that's just rando. White adjacent. <laughs> um, now, Asians are already being screwed for kicking so much ass. If you look at like Ivy League admissions and all these these merit based programs where they limit the number of Asian Americans that can be in it because they're kicking so much ass. Now that's shut your hole, Wang Chung. It weird. seems to me they're suffering discrimination. <laughs> it is weird that you would want fewer smart, successful people. Well, they want more of other groups. They're dominating. We don't want to be dominated. So better, better careful. Right? Yeah, they're getting too far ahead. <laughs> so uh, look out for that. Uh, pretty soon they may not be Asians. They may be white adjacent. Oh, my God. We have to worry about Asians and AI and what else? <laughs> Asians Ooh. and AI. There's a lot to worry about. There is. <laughs> Trudy, imagine an AI Asian. Oh, my God. Well, if you watch 60 Minutes, I mean. It exists. Those guys were Asian, weren't they? It exists. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Uh, weren't they the program? I don't know. I forgot his name. Oh, boy, I probably the... just stepped on it there. Yeah, you were part of hey, it. look, they were people of color. That's all I know. 
And then here's, adjacent. here's something else to watch out for. I'm telling you, there's so many things that are just looming ahead that are, how do people get through the day? Plus size content um, a number. One started, but now others are catching on. Plus size content creators are demanding airlines give them as many seats as they need to be comfortable. Unreal. For the, for what, for the price of one. For the price of one seat. One seat. So your tickets could go up, Trudy. You could be paying more for your seats. So no, wait a sec. I just flew on uh, Delta, and there's three sections of that plane. It's like basically regular, extra large, and large. Because, really? Well, I mean, the first class were those pods. Oh, they could, she, oh, could oh. Show, she could wedge herself into a pod. Well, the second is the comfort she can't class. afford a first class ticket, though. Well, then she can sit comfort class. Well, let me introduce you to Jalen Cheney. She is a... Uh very, very popular Instagrammer. She's got almost 100,000 followers, tons of ads everywhere, and she uh, she wants to make some changes around here. Oh. Do you know that more than 1 billion people in the world are plus size? That's roughly 13% of the population. And yet, many airlines still don't have clear policies in place to accommodate plus size passengers. That's why I've started a petition calling on the FAA to require every yeah, airline to have a clear customer size policy oh my in God, place a petition? for plus size passengers. No one should have to endure the discomfort, embarrassment, and discrimination that often comes with being a plus size passenger trying to navigate air travel. Target. By signing this petition, you can help us demand that airlines take concrete steps to make air travel more inclusive and accommodating for all passengers. Whether you're plus size or not, everybody deserves to be treated. Oh my treated God. She must be so hungry. Let's work together to make sure that the travel industry serves everyone, a long time. not just a select few. Sign and share this petition and let's make a difference. I'm not, if I'm I know one thing about the government, saying, I'm laughing about the idea that she thinks airlines are going to give two just, fucks about that. No. That's no. what I say, Trudy. If I know one thing about the government, they're going to come down hard on the airlines <laughs> yeah, to make a change. Yeah, they're not going to give a fuck. I mean, you, you're really just barking up a tree on that one. Yeah, but you know, it. I think you know Phil Mickelson has more signatures on his change.org than this one, by the way. Yeah, this one has had 4,300 last I saw, which 6,200 now. It's not. Very many, oh, because man. everyone has run this story. I mean, it's everywhere. It's only got 6,200. I feel discriminated against, though, because in, in a plane, I like to, like, spread out. I got a big spread going. Yeah. <laughs> well, Imagine if you had to sit You got to accommodate me, because I like to... A lot of people may, might feel spread. they deserve more space. <laughs> a lot of people want two seats. I noticed that uh, some disabled groups were jumping on the bandwagon with us and saying, hey, we need, we need more seats than one, too. Right. So pretty soon they're going to have half the number of people on a plane that they used to accommodate. And they will only be able to sell half the seats. And that's where the airlines will draw the line. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think it's getting anywhere. No. But uh, I did. Did you read her comments, Brandon, underneath her pictures, by the way? Uh, yeah. So what happened was I saw that she had like 1,500 comments. And I was yeah. like, oh, this is going to be great. And then I went through them and there was actually only about 22 comments. And I was like, why is there only 22 showing? Because oh. she deleted the other 1,480 <laughs> comments that were ragging her, which is amazing because she's gone through and individually deleted every comment except that's for the lot, positive ones. That's a lot of work. But um, did you notice like when she's wearing that, that big fancy dress, all the comments, it's like, oh my God, you're so hot. Really? Smoke show. Well, yeah, they're just talking about how beautiful she is. She must have bought them. She, oh. Or they're from women. Yeah, I think they are from women. But, I mean, it's like, you, you go for I was like, I don't know what these comments are going to say. And it's like, oh, my God, beautiful. Oh, you're very beautiful. Oh, you you so are fabulous. super cute. Oh, my God, though. I feel, feel bad for those heels. Exactly. Those heels yeah. were originally five inches. Oh, come on. Another half She needs inch. to call Aww. up Chrissy, oh, look at it, Chrissy Metz and get some dieting advice. I'm making that up. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. 
But why, isn't what's, it amazing what's Chrissy Metz? Did you you know what? I'm really worried for her health. This girl's bigger than Chrissy Metz. I am too, Mark. Uh, she could have diabetes, uh, raised a possibility of diabetes. Uh, she could have heart issues. I mean, it's a lot of strain on a heart. No, I mean, it's just unhealthy. I feel really bad for her. She the I know one? you love it when people on social media feel bad for someone's health just oh, to give damn. a shit. Yeah, She's taken, though. No, I'd really like to work with her <laughs> and on a program. I found her boyfriend. <laughs> she needs Hank's fit. <laughs> Sign her up for Hank's fit. <laughs> Chet would love to work with her. <laughs> what if Chet got her I'll so sponsor, hot? I'll sponsor her on Chet on Hank's fit if she'll do it. <laughs> what if she lost all that weight through Hank's fit? That'd be the best be awesome. thing for him. That'd be great. Way more for her, because you know I'm worried about her health. And then she would have to pay more for a plane ticket. <laughs> <laughs> if she would like that, if yeah. she would still be in favor of it. If she was the one that had to pay more. Oh uh, well, I'm glad she looks happy in but her post. She's the woman who was at the award ceremony. That. You know. uh, what eating? Now there was an award ceremony where, never mind. <laughs> ah, never mind. We talked about it. She but, ate all the cake. And I, that was Rosie. I kind of felt like they, yeah. Gary. It's Gary. Hey. How you doing, Gary? I'm all right. How are you guys? Pretty good. Are you uh, geeked for the Detroit Music Awards? Am I what for the Detroit Music Awards? Are you geeked? Are you excited? I geeked always. Always geeked. I know. You are geeked. You know, 30, 32 years of this. We're, you know, we, um, you're a music geek. That's very true. And it's fun to be a music geek. It's one of the things I love most in life. And in fact, uh, the, the music awards just two years removed from winning an Emmy award. Now, what, what is that exact Emmy for Gary? That was for, I think I should know, right? <laughs> I think it was for outstanding entertainment program. Hmm. Now who gave you that Emmy? Cause I don't remember seeing you win that on TV or anything. Yeah, no, this is, this, <laughs> these are the regional Emmy awards. Uh, oh, okay. So well, this, is the, Emmy. this is the stuff that, like, Paul Gross gets. And, <laughs> I and, see. You know, oh. the, the various local TV stations. Oh. Um, who, do you remember who you were up against? I don't remember it now. It was... Uh, this oh, is like, very memorable. There were, there were a handful <laughs> of others, you know, in the in the thing. I mean, you know, when you're clearly the best, you don't, you don't think about <laughs> who you leave, <laughs> you leave in the dust. You were so happy to be nominated, I suppose. I'm always. You're just... It's an honor to be nominated. Yeah, of course. Your information yeah. on and we would have been shot. we would have been swearing if we didn't win. We would have walked, walked out of there cussing. It's an Thankfully. honor to be nominated right after you said leaving those people in the dust when you're that good. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? So wait, so Gary, you were there to accept the award. We were. You were. Wow, and you still remember the question? Uh, your opponents. <laughs> yeah, it was nice. cool. no, it was very, it was a very it was a very nice evening. It's. Uh, <laughs> I thought you didn't remember. Now is this the local Emmys where they pick the best news anchor and all that? Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same. Commercial. It's a, do you oh, remember? No, that's the Addies. Yeah, not the Addies. Do you it's remember? Not the Addies. Do you remember any of the big winners that night? I know. Yeah, I know Paul Gross did just because we wound up uh, having <laughs> having a nice chat. And I think all of all of the local stations won something. You know, Channel Seven, Four, Fox Two. But it seemed like they all won something. Um, Valley Sports was a big winner. I see. I remember there were a bunch of those. Well, that's uh, that's pretty awesome. I know you put a lot of work into that thing. And, and ooh, was that the first Emmy for the Detroit Music Awards? Yeah, it was the first one. We, uh, we you know, it was one of those things we looked because obviously before uh, twenty twenty, it wasn't something we would even consider. And and we kind of looked at each other after the the twenty twenty one or after yeah after the thirtieth anniversary. And you know, Jim Edelman, who's the uh, co executive producer along with myself and Stacy Sherman. Um, he's won a bunch of Emmys with 
with uh, his show on PBS. And, uh, and you know, we looked and said, is this something yeah, we If he can win, of course and, we can win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and how much did the audience increase due to being online? Because it seemed like that was a pretty good move. Exponential, like oh. tens of thousands for a couple of these, and I'm not exaggerating. Nice. <laughs> you know, we were in the six. We were in the six figures for wow. uh, for some of these, and and that's been that's been the big point. Is there's been a continuing discussion about oh why why are you guys doing virtual again? You know, it's all about the mission statement, and the mission statement is to it boils down to expose Detroit music to the most people we can. And so the challenge is to maintain what we've, what we've been able to do these last three, four years, and yet, you know, return to some sort of in-person thing and find a way, find a way to do both. But we wouldn't be honoring the mission if we just said, okay, we're going to go back to a party at the Fillmore for, ju- for just the local people. That was a good you party, know, we, though. We needed to find. We needed to find a way to to maintain what we had gained and what we had gained for Detroit musicians. Um, and, then, and you still can go. There's a viewing party in Royal Oak. Yeah, at the Imagine Royal Oak starts at six thirty p.m. on Sunday, April twenty third, and we're gonna we're gonna have the red carpet like we've always had. There will wow. be an after party uh, like we had, and then you know at eight o'clock you go into the theaters. And you uh, you get to watch it. You I don't know, know about the, big, the after party. On the, on the, yeah, you know, it's a little after party because it's, it's it's still at the theater, um, you know. But you get to come out and you can have some pretzel bites and popcorn, and uh, there will be there will be a bar, and you know, and that's where we'll pre- we'll have the trophies there to present at the after party. Well, the winners have to celebrate. I mean, the winners have oh, to yeah. be feeded. They have to be able to go yeah. dancing somewhere, or like Will Smith after he won his, hitting exactly. uh, Chris Rock. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but we'll, there, you is, know, it's the uh, this is the test balloon. Is there know, a contingency see, plan? How does, this, how does this work, and can we achieve both aims, and 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 do something that's spe- that's special for everybody? Gary, what happens if somebody gets punched? A presenter gets punched at the. We Detroit? have we're we're a little better than the Oscars. Okay. Oh, you have something in, in There's place. a plan. So you still won't give that person the award and let him talk for 12 minutes and cry. <laughs> we, we will not do that. All right, good. Good move. You just cut him off, right? Aren't they on Zoom? Yeah, but there, our, there you go. Our crowd, our crowd I'm pretty confident. Is not, yeah. it, it feels weird to say this about a Detroit music crowd, but our crowd, I feel, will be a little more respectful to each other. All right. And uh, go to mandolin.com, M-A-N-D-O-L-I-N.com. And right. on Sunday... April the 23rd at 8 p.m., which is, uh, let's see, how many days away are we talking? This Sunday, isn't it? It's this Sunday night? No. Uh, Yes. uh, Six days. Yes, six days away. Wow. (laughs) Six days. And uh, also there will be updates at DetroitMusicAwards.net. And and you know the, the tickets are there. We we want to we want to get a good turnout. The the chal- our challenge to the community is if you're telling us you want this to return as a live in person event, well here it is. Hmm. You know for a starter at least. So show us, put your money where your mouth is, and show us you're you're ready to support an in person live event again and then oh. let's move forward from here. Oh. Well, people really have to earn stuff sometimes. It's really <laughs> I know. hard. That's a bummer. <laughs> so, okay, so the Gary, ima- who's performing? Pardon, who's performing, yeah. you ask? Yes. Um, we have I Prevail, 
um, is, is, you know, they're, premi- they're premiering a live video with us. Hmm. Uh, Rock Spell featuring the Detroit Youth Choir is premiering a wait, live video with as, us. As seen uh, on, uh, weren't they on, uh, wait, The Voice or one of those TV shows? Well, the, uh, the Detroit Youth Choir was on um, America's Got yeah, Talent. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And the America's Got Talent Championship show as well. Oh, uh, cool. Laura Rain and the Caesars, Louie Lee, Bugs Beto and the Good Stuff. Uh, the Renfields will be on celebrating their 30th anniversary. The Chris Canis Band, Major Dudes, who's a Steely Dan tribute band, so you'll hear <laughs> one of your Steely Dan favorites. And Drew can watch um, and, and groove. I can feel, uh, the music. feel the music, yes. And for the rap fans, uh, Basement Sounds 2.0 presents Ryan Scott and Drew Verde. And there will right. be some surpri- there will be some surprises. One thing, as you know, we've been able to do with the show being virtual is really... Mm change our presenters game and so in the past we've had paul stanley peter frampton Susie quattro alice cooper uh, sting you know we've been able to get these people who normally you wouldn't be able to fly in and and you know make part of the show so this year we have more of the same and some real really cool folks who are able to participate all right well yeah there's so many so many names to tap into and gary you've kept up with all of them so I am very confident that you will put together quite a great show this Sunday at 8 p.m. And again, mandolin.com. And, uh, Can I ask Gary a non-Detroit Music Award question? I want to ask Gary another one, so you first. Well, there's pretty big rock music news today, and it's that Chris Cornell's uh, widow has settled with Soundgarden. Part of that seems to be over unreleased tracks. Do you know anything about that or what they might be? Well, that's you know they 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 have recorded a number of unreleased tracks. You know, after the last album and prior to Chris's death, they were they were writing and recording, oh. and so those those were around. And there was a question of who had ownership of them. She you said know, Chris just he, that he just yeah, made them. Yeah, you know, Chris's estate felt like they had ownership of them. Soundgarden Incorporated, uh, or whatever their corporate entity is, felt like they had ownership of them. So. Mm-hmm. You know, they had, and, they, and I believe they were in the possession of the estate, the actual recordings uh, the estate had. Hmm. So, you know, it's been, it's been a kind of a nasty back and forth, but, you know, they, they worked hard and they hammered out a settlement. So, so you're going to see that and you're going to see a lot of other Soundgarden archival projects oh, cool. become part of it. Yeah, no, this is, I don't think there was ever a question that they would settle. It was just a matter of when. And, and yet, who got what? And yet, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame fan vote—they're like tenth. I thought they were like fourth. The last well, maybe time they climbed, but George Michael says it's high. Last time I looked, they were top five. Yeah. So they'll get they'll get that one fifth of a vote that's part of the fan the fan ballot. Mm. Hey, um, the Aerosmith declaration just uh, via Joe Perry is that they are going to tour in 2023 without a member. And I remember is Joey Kramer, right? Who's uh, yeah. who's quitting to be with his family, which which strikes yeah, me right. as maybe he and Mick Mars need to form uh, a band, form a band, the form a band together. Yeah. Well, they acted like yeah, he couldn't play when they were playing it on the award show, and they said, "Oh, he can't play right now. He hasn't practiced." Right. What's yeah, the they real locked story? Him out of practice, didn't they? Didn't yeah. he show yeah. up? Yeah, yeah. What's the real story about him being rejected? You know, what we're hearing, you know, is they've not said specifically what it is, but it is related to to health issues for a long time. You know, his wife, who passed away recently, oh, that's right. some of it was that some of his absence was about caring for her. Hmm. And now I don't know if the situation is that he is out of shape, maybe, you uh-huh. know, just, you know, and, and may or maybe is just not feeling up 
to touring, you know, to being part of the rigors of what it takes to be in a rock band. I mean, these kind of things kind of, you know, cry for, unless Joey's planning to sue Aerosmith, like, like Mick Mars is with Motley Crue, but it's for Joey to kind of step up and say, look, here's what the deal is. Right. You know, here's why I'm not going to be with Aerosmith anymore. You know, I think these bands don't understand. I think in some cases, management feels like it, you know, creates a little bit of intrigue when really what it does is it just fosters disinformation and mm-hmm. dis- eventually disaccord between, you know, the band and its fans. Yeah. Hmm. Well, the, the, uh, blanks. the Mick Mars thing, uh, what I gathered when I read both sides going back and forth is that it sounds like a lot of that live show wasn't live, that Vince had some pre-recorded stuff and so Mickey. did some of the other guys. Yeah. And, and then I wondered, how did it sound so bad if so much of it was pre-recorded? Because all I heard about the show here and other places was, oh, the mix was terrible. And it was just a mess. And it's not, you know, they just weren't getting what was they weren't getting the blend of what was being played live and what was on tape they weren't getting that right so basically what you had was a bunch of noise yeah. it was yeah. off it was awful right wow I mean, all, that, all that, of them actually kind of sucked didn't they yeah. i mean tommy well, too well i thought see that night i thought the night they were here at comerica park i thought mick was playing pretty well yeah you know he was you know the one thing where he talks about how he carried those guys those bastards um <laughs> i believe was the term he used <laughs> For how many years he was, you know, on their supposed farewell tour and on this next farewell tour, uh, they just did was, you know, he was the best part of those shows. Yeah, by I, a long shot. They they um they circulated something called the um like what he was hearing in his um the, his monitor. Yeah, I saw that video. Did you happen to see that? And it sounded good. It sounded awesome. What yeah. he was playing. Hmm. Yep. Um, those tracks got leaked, you know, I guess, to refute yeah. the allegations. Yeah, I can't that imagine who might have done that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. uh, there was uh, there was but, something else um, besides Motley Crowe and asked about. Uh, Trudy was talking about rats coming to um, what's the district? District 142 in yeah, Wyandotte. Yeah, in Wyandotte. And we were talking about Stephen Percy, Piercy. And is he the only member, original member in that band? Are there two rats running around? <laughs> I think there's two or three currently. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, because they did. They were going out with, there were four of them plus the singer. Um, and then I think one has since departed the band. And I'm pretty sure there's, I know there's at least two, but I think there's three. Uh, isn't it weird how the band is very much like what they're named after? Just there's such a proliferation of rats <laughs> bands <laughs> in but, the industry. Yeah, and that was they. There that that was a situation before there was a band called Rat. Mm. True. I mean, let's, yeah. let's face it. But you know, I mean, this is the perennial thing. Like, at what point does a does a band become a tribute band to itself? Right. Yeah, and, that's kind of you a, know, it's a great it's a great issue and a great discussion point. I Leonard mean, listen, you know, for. How long has Foreigner been basically a Foreigner tribute band? Yeah, and, they sound know, I, good I, though. I, I think say. you need. Well, we <laughs> can good. we can we can discuss that. Um, but uh, but you know, I mean, in my head, it's always the lineup that you're going to see live has to have at least recorded once for them to be a legitimate version of that band. If you haven't made a record with this lineup, you're you're a tribute band. And that's to me. That's where the the line is. Well, um, I thought I remembered. Was Stephen was he in? Was he ill at one point a couple years ago? Or am I confusing with another member of Rat? 
That's a good question. <laughs> I swear, I thought, I, I thought I thought you know, was... and maybe maybe this reflects you know my sense of the importance of rat in the overall <laughs> of, uh, of rock and roll. Um, you know, I and but I think you're right, and but I don't think it was Piercy. I think it was one of the guitar players. Okay. I say. Now I could be confusing that with Queensrÿche. Hmm. Um, so. You what's, know, again, what's going on with Queensryche? What I, do I need Drew, to know about Queensryche? Drew, no joke. I think I saw Queensryche was playing the Sands thing that Corey Feldman played last year. Oh, really? I think the 80s playing, in the Sand? I think they either played it last year or they're playing it this year. Cool. 80s in the Sand. These bands, wow. these bands will play anywhere that'll hire them. Sure. True. Yeah, I don't Why blame not? them. Yeah, and and they should. I mean, at this point, it's you know, job. you're, you know, that this is, it, it was always a job, but this is where it's really becoming, this is what you do. This is your job. This is your career. And so you just you keep playing wherever they'll have you. Yeah, you need money to live. Yeah, well, you're making. Yeah, you need to keep yeah, going. I mean, it, it really, it really is that simple. Eat. You are a working, you are a working <laughs> musician. Yeah. Speaking of which, Gary, have you been paying attention? Or I'm sure you have. But what a stupid question! Now, you've been watching Coachella, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. a little off and on. What happened? All I saw last night was all this stuff about Frank Ocean's set. Like, what happened there? And everybody's all. Oh, it's just it was a dynamic set. I mean, he, you know, he's really he's got a bunch of new music. I mean, but it sounded like people like people said he didn't want to be there. Well, he was an hour late. Yeah, he had his back turned to the audience. He had a a little boy playing piano and lip syncing for a while. The little boy representing Frank's inner self. (laughs) So (laughs) deep. I think a lot of people wanted to see Frank, and they probably wanted to see his face. He's an artist. artist, you know, and he's he's gonna ha- he's gonna have whatever expression he feels like in the moment. Uh, and I'm not I'm not sitting here to, here defending what was, and I didn't see the entire set, partly because it was it was running as late as it was. So. He was carrying his green baby doll yeah. around too. Catch, yeah, catch it. We'll catch it on the replay. Those guys, he's an a artist. reason they call that group Odd Future. Yeah, that's true. Okay, um, and, you know, and and at least one of those words is is kind of the guiding force. <laughs> that, he wouldn't live stream. Wasn't he the only one that wouldn't live stream so. in the whole yeah. show? Yep. That's weird. That's kind of a what dick did, move. What did you make of Blink-182 since those guys have been so sick uh, recently? Yeah, I mean, you know, I thought they looked healthy and, you know, Travis looked like he's back in, back in form. I mean, you know, again, we talk about the technology of live performance now. Anybody can be made to sound good, yeah. you know, at any given time. But I thought he looked good and looked looked like he was healthy and back in form. And I thought they they sounded exuberant and energetic and and you know happy to be back together again. And Blondie did Blondie didn't Blondie bring up? Um, oh God, I can't think. And Nile Rodgers didn't they do? Yeah, they yeah, performed he together. A couple, he played a couple songs with them. I've got caught bits and pieces of that, but you know that sound Blondie's Blondie has sounded pretty good. Yeah. For a long time, and you know, I think when you when you're that age and you don't go when you don't flog it, and you're not going out all the freaking time, you know, you do sound better when you do choose the work. No, was was Chris Stein still playing with Lonnie, right? Yep. yep. Okay. Chris and Cle- it's Chris and Clem and Debbie. Yeah, I, I'm surprised. You know, these so many of them are out there, well into their seventies, and damn it, I think a lot of them sound really good, or they sound good enough. I mean, I enjoy the hell out of seeing them. The ones, the ones that take, you know, the ones that take care of themselves and work hard at working, you know, still when they they take it seriously, there are some you can tell that they're they're doing it because they either have to do it or they can't not do it. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been rock stars for so long, you can't imagine. Yeah, they need not, it. Not doing it, but you're not putting the work in. 
Um, yeah, I, I know. Well, I know for a fact somebody like Blondie, they they rehearse hard before they go out on the road, mm-hmm. and that's I don't think that's necessarily true of everybody. No, no. You know, you go you go see you go see Kansas, and they're working <laughs> no, hard thanks. before they go on the road. Yeah, and they're they're still a draw. I got to tell you, I saw uh, Ian Hunter. They had a couple of, um, I think they were just YouTube videos from him playing when he was, I think he was at the Fillmore or the Fox or something. He was mm-hmm. 80 years old. Maybe yeah. it was last year. God, I thought he sounded great. Oh, yeah. His his new album that comes out Friday is, is what? killer. Amazing. Yeah. Did yeah, you interview Defiance, him? Defiance Part 1. Did you interview it's, him? Uh, it's a killer, and it's one of these crazy all-hands-on-deck, all-star albums. You know, he's got... And we'll be here for an hour if I list all the names, but he's got like Slash and Duff from Guns N' Roses. Really? He's got stuff from Taylor Hawkins, uh, Jeff Beck, one of Jeff Beck's uh, last performances, Billy Gibbons, Joe Elliott from Def Leppard, Three Quarters of Stone Temple Pilots. Whoa, uh, Ring, wow. Ringo's on there. It's, it's, a, it's a really good album. Cool. Hey, were you, that. were you surprised oh, yeah. that Ozzy is going to be part of the um, Power Trip <laughs> Festival? I mean, he uh, could barely stand. Do you think he's... You know, yeah, but he can do he can do a show. If you would, I would have been surprised if Ozzy rolled out a tour, right? Um, but oh, but so to do one show. one show where it's a special announcement, yeah, it's much the same thing as saying, yeah, everything we've heard about ACDC or there are there are some real health issues going on in that band, mm-hmm. but they can get it together to do a show, mm-hmm. and that's that's going to be a tremendous night. Paparazzi <laughs> caught Ozzy today, and he looked. Bad. Where was he? he? Looks, yeah, yeah, he doesn't. He he doesn't look good. Then again, I could we could probably roll out something from Ozzy fifteen twenty years ago and say the same thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but will he will he be entertaining that night? I think there's a good chance of it. You know, I don't think I don't think they're just going to phone this one in. He is standing in this in these pictures. Which he's about is, to fall over. Trudy. Well, you know what? He's try, he's <laughs> trying. If he wants to be no, there gonna, and he can, he's sing. either going to sit or he's going to be held up. Yeah, he may, might might do the Phil Collins thing and Gene Simmons thing. I expect well, people, there, you know, just one just one gig so far. That's right. God, that was so that Gene Simmons. The idea of him sitting in that uniform just seemed so stupid. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know, it's, it's, it's crazy. But you know, listen, he's a trooper, and you had to finish the show, right? Had to. No, Gene is a trooper. There's no way around that. Yeah, yeah. He's not a guy no, that misses guys, shows. Both of, those, both of those guys. Yeah, they yeah. are. All right, Gary. Well, uh, good luck with Sunday night. And, Thank uh, you. And that's at 8 p.m. on mandolin.com. And I guess we can tease that, you know, definitely tune in for the very beginning if you want to see some familiar faces hey. that may or may not be speaking at the moment. Oh, man. Let's see. <laughs> okay. That's all we're saying about it. <laughs> all right. But, but thank, you for, thank you for sending us your mug shots from your last arrest. <laughs> You're welcome, Gary. As, uh, as your assistant pointed out, uh, you knew you could count on me. <laughs> we did. That will live in infamy. Yeah, Drew will never forget that. <laughs> I'm not used to that. Right. Thanks, Gary. <laughs> I just never thought of myself as someone that you knew that everyone knew they could count on. I, mean, I think if I say I'm going to do something, I would say you could count on me. But I just love that someone I didn't know very well, <laughs> if at all, said that she knew she could count on me. Oh, that's good. I thought I mean, must mean, there must be some reputation about me. I'm unaware of it. But if you didn't do it, do you, think she, do you think she would have said, well, I thought I could have counted on you. I guess I can't. She didn't need to add that. I mean, it was a very brief exchange. I was all over it. As soon as I got it, I quickly responded, as I'm known for. Yeah, you know what? She motivated you to, to she did. usurp me. She did kind of fire me up. <laughs> so That's I'm trying enough. to, now I realize I have something to try to maintain. It's not easy to be known as someone you can count on. <laughs> yeah.
And when I get my new hip, uh, I'll be counted on for much more. Oh, yeah. The Boston Marathon was today, and I guess it went off without incident. And, uh, I mean, great event. Who won? Who knows? Who cares? I'm I'm just kidding. I know. It's always. We could make up a name, and I would have been like, oh, okay, great for that person. Yeah, it's well. They, it, they always it, it used to be dominated by. Um, I think didn't they used to be from Nigeria or something like Kenya. that? They, Kenya, Kenya, yeah. always yeah. Kenya. They always pointed out that those people, it, you know, sort of inherited this thing of running to like before, of course, okay, cell phones. El Kim, Kampan, <laughs> what, who hey, is hey, it? I true? got breaking news for El you guys. Campanis. El Campanis. Evans Chebet has won the Boston Marathon. He is from Kenya. Kenya. Trudy Campanis. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. <laughs> Saying that there is a tradition of running there, that they apparently have carried. Can you, they lack explain, the buoyancy? Can you tradition? I wasn't so aware. Of that. Explain how that works exactly in Kenya. No, I actually, I think I read this in a respectable, you know, explanation about okay. it. That, Jordy, I'll jump in and defend you. I think sixty minutes once did a story on that. Right, that they and they, they showed the. I don't remember seeing that. Can you share? Yeah, more about the it. community Absolutely. in Kenya and why they run so much. Right, and they, they lack they, the buoyancy because there's no water. Uh, Gordon Al Campanis. <laughs> Isn't that what he said? Yeah, he said. Lacks like the buoyancy to be good swimmers. Well, no, I know. I, what, what, what? I didn't think that. But if the, the fact that you, you had to, you know, run between communities that were far away under terrible conditions and, and heat and all kinds of stuff would make you actually good at that. Oh, okay. So then they end up winning marathons because of it. I mean, if... According to the Trudy theory. <laughs> if I concentrated on... I mean, if my family or generations back were doing something like that, but there were... You'd be winning marathons. Maybe. Wow. That's pretty racist. (laughs) (laughs) The female who won the Boston Marathon is also from Kenya. So two Kenyans won. Really? Wow. Um, So anyway, I've been really, I I was really digging deep today. I just couldn't get Uh, enough of, and there's not enough of it for me to get enough of, this death of Bob Lee, the Cash App founder. Because mm-hmm. I'm convinced there's something really, I feel like I know what's going on here. Was it the sister? Yeah, I thought that he was accusing Bob Lee of, of banging yeah. his the sister. Brother, her brother was cock-blocking because she's married to a prominent plastic surgeon Yeah. by the name of um, uh, Elis, Elisnia, I think is how you say it. Dino Alistnia. Oh, yeah. And she's Kazar. She's so hot. She's Brandy. pretty hot. We go to her Instagram. I think we could have some, we could be doing some major commenting for a long time. <laughs> just reading her Instagram. There's got to be, she has to have a boner army. She was hot in this, like, pair of shades, you know, standing there with blonde hair looking oh, like. Oh, in court, you mean? Um, No, in a picture of just her and her husband and Momenti. And... She always looks hot. No, right. she is smoking and they, hot. They said they were, she and Bob Lee were, were hanging out, drinking a little bit, and then he went out and did his thing, and then, uh, then later on he went back there and was there for 80 minutes. I well, don't see her Instagram account. No, no, okay. She's got an Instagram account. Do you have her name? Yeah. But what happened I, to those it, 80 minutes? It's, it's, either it's kind of a weird or, name. Uh, oh, maybe she blocked it, yeah. Back, back it up a little bit. So E-L-Y-A-S-S-N-I-A? Correct. So you're saying the guy that stabbed him, who also works in tech. It's her brother. It, yeah, yeah, but it's, it's her brother. But why Why did he do it? Okay, uh, let me explain. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Bob Lee, of course, the, the cash app guy, super wealthy, mm-hmm. super successful. Everybody loved him. Tons of projects. Yeah, everyone loved him. And not only that, he's a lot of fun. He went to uh, Burning Man. 
He went to Coachella. I guess if you there was a big rock and roll event, he would be there, and he would be not only in VIP, he might be near the front of the stage, <laughs> rocking cool. out. He was just a lot of fun. People loved him, and they called him Crazy Bob. But he's just that combination of super intelligence and super fun, and he just uh, people just really, really, really loved Bob Lee. And he had um, he was not an elitist at all. I mean, he was the kind of guy who was kind of an everyman superstar at the same time. So then we have um, 28-year-old Nima Momeni, the brother of uh, Kazar, and Momina. uh, Let's see, Momina. Momenta. Oh, Momenti. Nima Momeni. Today he made a heart in court for his sister, Kazar, which was so... Gross. I thought interesting because he stabbed Bob Lee in the heart. Oh. He stabbed him in the heart. But oh. he's, uh, Allegedly. Oh, he's such a nice guy. <laughs> he's got a heart for his sister who he, oh. he just can't stand for any penis to get near his sister. I think that's kind of weird. I really do. Uh, because his sister was Allegedly, married. Allegedly, I should say that for legal purposes. Sister's married to this very extremely successful plastic surgeon who charges 18 grand for a nose job. Mm. He only had, I went through his reviews, he only had one complaint. There were a lot of reviews. They almost seemed fake to me. They were so incredible about his office and the people. I mean, every review was just incredible. And then this one at the very end was about how, what a shitty job he did on her nose. And he destroyed it. Oh, really? Now somebody's trying to fix it. But um, anyway, I think Momina. Your new nose looks great. (laughs) Nina Nina Momeni is guilty of cock blocking in addition to being guilty of murder. Because his sister is so hot. And he, this seemed to really distress him that Bob Lee was in her orbit and sounded like she was in a, oh, did they use the word troubled marriage or was it, oh, there was a word they used, let's see, turbulent marriage, uh-huh. turbulent. And I wonder if that marriage wasn't turbulent because her husband is from Iran, a family immigrated, and Sounds like there might be a controlling element in the marriage, and she's this gorgeous woman that anyone would love to be with. She's younger too, and Bob Lee seems to she seems to really like Bob Lee. A He's lot. fun, He's a fun Bobby, a lot of fun, yeah. And I'm yeah. not sure her husband, who works insane hours, I guess, just cranking out new noses and boobs. I'm not sure he's as much fun as Bob Lee. Yeah, and she seemed to talk to Bob Lee a lot. And it sounds like they might have had something going because some people were saying that uh, Dr. Dino and the gorgeous Kazar were separated, yeah. that they really weren't staying together. And uh, so anyway, Momina was grilling Bob Lee, hammering Bob Lee about his sister. You know, are you doing drugs with my sister? Are you fucking my sister? And Bob Lee is, uh, no, no, listen, we're just friends. We get along great. I think she's the world of her. And anyway, this guy, really, what's he doing sticking his nose in her business by going after this guy? Why does he talk to her if he's so worried about it? She's an adult anyway. She can make her own decisions. Yeah, and she's got a whole boner army on Instagram, so she probably can take care, very good care of herself. I think she makes a pretty good living, I would guess. Why doesn't he stab them in the heart? Yeah. He probably, yeah, she should get him busy with that and leave Bob Lee alone, but... Um, after Nima went after Bob Lee, and I guess he did this in person and also did it in other ways, 
Uh, she sent Bob Lee a sympathetic text saying, um, well, she was asking if he's okay and saying, uh, I'm so sorry, Nima came down way hard on you. Thank you for being such a class man, handling it with class. A little redundant being a class man, handling it with class, but you get the point. <laughs> I'm with you. Then she said, love you, and then selfish pricks, mm. meaning Nima, her brother. Oh. Maybe her husband, I don't know. Mm. But, um, oh, she's hot. So... Somehow this sequence. I know she is. Oh. She is, is really, that, really. She's really husband. I just can't she's access too hot her. For him. I she's can't too access hot her, for him. Uh, well, her the, Instagram because she's on private. Well, then yeah, the New York Times said she didn't have any public social media, but her husband would put pictures of her and him up there. Oh, oh. So check, oh, check her husband's. Oh, so he doesn't like her to have her own social oh. media. He Possibly likes to control her social media. Possibly. That's kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah. I gotta say, I think uh, she was too hot for him. Yeah, I think she's too hot. I think Bob yeah. Lee might have really appealed to her because Bob's Bob's a good looking guy. He's not the hottest I, guy in the I world. Loved but he's him a lot of fun. He was so good on ESPN too. Bob, Bob Lee. Lee. Oh yeah, back in the day. <laughs> Bob Lee was his final day. Bob Lee was at so dumb. He was at Kazar's multi-million dollar high-rise cuz Kazar has been around money her entire life it sounds like and marrying this plastic surgeon and between all the things she did. I thought she was a big Instagram star but I guess not. But somehow she had a lot of money and she lived in this beautiful uh this beautiful condo in San Francisco and Bob is over there the afternoon of April the 3rd. And I guess they had drinks together. They were hanging out. And there was a third person there. Nobody will say who the third person is. I kind of wonder if the third person doesn't exist. But I don't hey, know. Hey, Bob. Penis looks great today. <laughs> then the third person and Bob Lee went to Bob Lee's sweet hotel room. As you know, there are beautiful hotels in San Francisco. And I'm sure Bob Lee had a probably some gorgeous suite. Sure. And uh, the brother... Calls and bitches Bob Lee out. What are you doing at my sister's place? Oh, you doing drugs with her? What's going on? And Bob just sort of goes on his way with his whoever this third person is, and they're at his gorgeous hotel. And then this is kind of weird. So Bob Lee moved to Miami a few months ago, but Bob Lee still has a gorgeous apartment in San Francisco. They go from the hotel room to the apartment, and I'm thinking, why does Bob Lee have a hotel room if he's got an apartment there? I'm not did, poor. Did Bob Lee want some? private place to be oh, where yeah. nobody would know where he was and if anybody came to his house they no wouldn't see someone cameras? else's car or I don't know uh, but he did he had a hotel room and he had his condo and he was going back and forth and allegedly this third person was along with him well on the morning following the next day April the 4th the third person called Smoking Hot Kazar to see where Bob Lee was. Did he come over? Last I knew he was coming over, which is kind of interesting because uh, he left around 1230. Uh-huh. Uh, he's oh. going over there at 1230. What fur? <laughs> um, where is he? I want to talk to him. But, uh, yeah, Kazar says, uh, yes, he, he did come over, but uh, only for a few seconds. And I fell asleep, and I don't really know where he went, which is interesting. He yeah, fell asleep. <laughs> Somebody that you have really high feelings for but you fell asleep no, and, still yeah i don't know where he probably went to his apartment or his hotel room or something i don't know he, he could have been going home to refract look who's up sleepyhead she shouldn't yeah because the video shows that bob lee was in an elevator in kazar's Ooh. swanky building at 203 Ooh. so bob yeah, yeah 
Which means he yeah. finished at 201. If Bob went from his <laughs> condo at 1230, according to the third person, uh-huh. and she was nearby because all these places are close together, he would have gotten there maybe 10 minutes later, which makes it 1240, 1245. Right. And then he's there. He's not in the elevator till 203. That leaves a whole hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some yeah. change. Yeah. Wow. 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 There she is. Wow. Wow. Fucking shoot. All tech bros fuck the same. <laughs> I think when Bob Lee was in that elevator, Bob Lee was refracting. Oh. I do. But Bob Lee wasn't in the elevator alone. He was with Nima Momeni, the cock-blocking what? brother, who failed to cock-block. Oh. He did not bat that penis away in time. Oh. I think it got inside his sister. I do. Just body is wow. bonkers. And they drove off in Momeni's BMW. Ooh, Momeni's got a BMW. <laughs> Isn't it? Probably, it just, probably a baby BMW. I know. Why is it just <laughs> disgusting that he's got a BMW? It wasn't a 5 Series, I bet. Exactly. <laughs> Used. And, and Momeni, uh, maybe because he failed in his cock, cock blocking efforts, he brought <laughs> along a uh, a knife. Yeah. A very big knife. Kitchen knife. And in fact, uh, the video captured Lee and Momeni in a deserted part of Rincon Hills, which is a very wealthy area, but it was a very <laughs> deserted area. And it sounds like the video captured him stabbing Bob Lee oh, three times. Oh, it's real. It's on video. Oh, it's, yeah, it it's doesn't got mean the car there. It's got them getting out of the car. That's when he got stabbed. So I'm assuming they haven't said that. Uh, video means nothing, right? But Just oh cut no, everything open. No, not at all. Here's uh, his lawyer. So shot somebody outside of a club. They had him on video. I said it was deep faked. So I had my nerd put my face on the shooter, and then I said, "Oh no, looks like I did it," you know. And then I put my hands behind my back like I was getting cuffed. Fucking jury laughed so hard. I killed it that day. My so, nerd. great lawyer. <laughs> Momeni then walks, Bob Lee is, walks toward the street and starts staggering through the streets of San Francisco with three stab wounds, oh, one that God. pierced his heart, while Momeni walks away from the car to an area where they found the knife, the bloody knife. That's where they See, found uh, it. I gotta tell you, it was a steak knife? Yeah. Are, yeah. are you uh-huh. a little surprised that he could stab the heart with a steak knife? I don't know. Did you say steak? I didn't. I, I just saw he brought it from his kitchen. I didn't really know exactly what kind of knife it was, but I don't know why that he had a lot of knives. I, mean, I can barely cut my steak half the time. He had a lot of I'm knives. Weak. I'm, I'm nice weak. Knives. I'm very weak. <laughs> he had a lot of knives and weapons in his house. Oh, well, many did because you know when you're a cock blocker, when you're so when you're so worried about your sister getting near a penis, you need the best weaponry. What is that? That's so weird. It's really fucked up. Be um, happy for your sister. She found somebody she likes nailing. Yeah. Damn. Well, she he apparently She's got a better app than yours. Yeah. I'm your sister. Yeah. I'm your sister. Oh, you're my sister. He felt that she should only be nailing Dr. Dino Ellis Nye. He didn't want her team photo to ever have but, another person. But Drew, that goes back. That goes back to what you say about control and just yeah. controlling her. She's a fucking adult. Yeah. No, I think he's a control freak, and I have a feeling her husband is also controlling, and I have a feeling that her husband. Probably wouldn't mind Momeni looking up his sister well, and making sure to bat cocks out of the way. If that's the case, then the husband wins, right? Yeah, he did. Now Bob he Lee's won. dead, and now he the cock blocker's court. out of the way. Yeah. The husband was in court with her today when uh, when Momeni made the heart. Oh, oh does that represent the heart you stabbed, or is that your heart? Or so, what, what is that? First Fucking off, weirdo. So, it's so inappropriate, and honestly... 
it's so played out, that stupid heart hand thing. It <laughs> yes. is. And Momeni, uh, they did talk to his neighbors. He hadn't been in the new building so much, but the old neighbors had made many comments. He was well known to his old neighbors because they didn't like him because he threw lots of parties with loud music. Wow. He thinks he's a tough guy. And uh, two neighbors said they knew he had lots of guns and knives in his bachelor pad. And uh, also that uh, there'd been a woman he locked out of his room or his apartment at one time who was running around banging on doors, begging for help because he wouldn't let her back in. And then um, days after Lee's death, because the death was about 13 days ago, he asked his neighbor for all his alcohol and he talked to another neighbor about going to Columbia with him. So that's why they're trying to get him zero bond, no bond. And they said he was very rude. He didn't like rules. He smoked cigarettes in the hallways when he was walking out. Yeah. No, the guy's in charge of everything. It was funny because um, the neighbor that said he smoked cigarettes in the hallways when he was leaving the building, which was illegal! San Francisco? And that he yelled a lot. And (laughs) he also was frequently four to five months behind on his rent. Oh, Oh, wait, wait. I thought he was a tech CEO. Yeah, nice tech guru. Oh, you know what? We found out about him being such a tech uh, exec. He's an exec of one because his company has one person, him. He's the only person in his company. Uh, and that degree from Berkeley, no, never went to Berkeley. Oh, really? He lied nope. about that? Never went to Berkeley. Oh, I'm sorry. Not one class. Boy, he really played this wrong. He could have gotten uh, Bob Lee to invest if, after his sister was nailing him. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah. He played yeah. that totally wrong. Bob Lee had more money than a liar. Bad and nose doc, deal. right? Bob Lee had billions of dollars. Yeah. Bob well, Lee, by the way, oh my God. It's a catch. You got to, in a way, say, well, Bob Lee, at least he went down really going for it. Because that Kazar is so hot. Yeah. Oh, my God, is she hot. So, I mean, he really was putting his ass on the line, and, you know, it blew up. I mean, that's what happens when you play with fire. There is another really stupid, <laughs> stupid aspect to the story. Do you know what I'm talking about? After Bob was murdered, all these people were out there going, San Francisco's a hellscape, blah, 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 Oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. you mean the mayor celebrating, the mayor toasting people because it wasn't one it of the homeless wasn't. people? Yeah. yeah, so, A, you people are wrong for jumping to this fucking conclusion that it was a homeless, crazy black guy that killed him. Right. And then the other side is wrong because it doesn't mean that San Francisco's not this hellscape right now. Well, I, I don't think it's the like, mayor... It's why, like, why, why is that the area we have to go to right away? I don't know why the mayor would be gleeful that it wasn't a homeless person. Well, I mean, that's not something to celebrate. I, I, Bob no, Lee's it's dead. Stupid. it's stupid. And also, it but just we also, means that, why, why does the whole internet have to jump to conclusions that that's who murdered him. Well, San Francisco does have a crime problem. I know that, so, but uh, it doesn't mean that doesn't San Francisco mean it doesn't have a crime, crime problem. Yeah, exactly. And the police chief was, or the fire chief was assaulted days after Bob yeah. Lee. Now, I don't know who assaulted him. Probably some homeless person. <laughs> I'm sure so that dumb. Mayor London Breed is his name, isn't it? Will he be celebrating when it turns out it wasn't a homeless person that Probably. assaulted the fire chief? Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of celebrating. So, yeah, that was... Uh, Wow. What a crazy, crazy story. Now, we did not uh, yesterday talk about, uh, speaking of uh, assaultive behavior, although that was murderous assaultive behavior, John ja Morant, mm. who, you know, he likes to assault all kinds of people. Anyone his mom gets in a scrap with, basically, he shows up and yeah. tells them they're going to die. And or his sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so uh, there was the 17-year-old he was playing basketball with, who he was this kid's idol. Until the kid checked the ball a little bit too hard for John Morant, and then John Morant um, and his friend punched him and jumped him and beat him pretty good. He had a big lump on his head, and this kid was so upset 
because he also showed a gun when he was leaving. Like, you know, you fuck with me and I'll really fuck with you. But this seemed to be... By the way, he went back into the house to go get the gun, too. Oh, John Morant did. Yeah. We're about to go have to arrest John Morant. And because he's John Morant, you heard the police. Oh, my God, we have to arrest John Morant. Oh, my God, you mean John Morant, the basketball player? Oh, it's John Morant? That John Morant? I mean, the police were so impressed that this was John Morant doing the assaulting. They didn't even interview him for six weeks. And when they interviewed him, they didn't even ask him whether he punched this kid. I mean, it was just a complete whitewash. They didn't press charges. The DA said, well, there's nothing. We don't really have anything. So John Morant, uh, the kid, and his mother came to the conclusion that we got no other recourse other than to sue him civilly for assaulting my son. So now John Morant is suing the kid back, (laughs) saying the kid got him suspended, got him uh, destroyed his chances of being all league and blah, blah, blah uh, by lying about him and that the kid... Said he was going to light the place. He was screaming when he left, I'm going to come back and light the place up. And he sent him a threatening Snapchat. And So John Morant is now suing a 17-year-old kid that he beat up. <laughs> hey, he's got bigger problems right now. He hurt his wrist yesterday, so he's probably yeah. not going to make the next game. But is that really, is that a good idea for John Morant? I don't think he's showing any remorse whatsoever. Me neither. I think what he's trying he to do, do here anything wrong. is he's got a lot of money, and he is going to litigate the hell out of this, and he's going to win somehow just by dragging things out. Yeah, or the kid will yeah, the back kid off could, because the he'll go, oh, I'm going to lose this because he's suing me now and I, he has more resources than I do. Or the kid could win and get all his attorney fees paid for. Yeah. I mean, there is he that. He could lose, though. What if, John, what if uh, John Morant wins and the kid has to pay all John Morant's attorneys who probably charge an awful lot of money? Well, settle this ridiculous. by playing 21. Yeah, make him do a horse competition. I'm playing one-on-one. Hmm. Oh, what a mess. Especially right now with his injured hand. I mean, that's, oh, that's, that's what most people are concerned How long with. is he out for? They don't and know. They, I, he's got the next game, I think, on Wednesday. But it uh, doesn't sound like he's going to be available for that game. And the worst part about that, that means the Lakers are probably going to go up 2-0. Is his hand um, possibly... <laughs> Thank Mark, you, just does, Mark just doesn't Thank want you, LeBron Brandon. to win. I don't. I don't want the Lakers to win. Was, was his hand maybe fragile because he was punching 17-year-olds? Probably. It, probably. Maybe? Yeah. So it's his fault. Yeah, he's, he's, no, yeah, you would think his hand would be stronger because he's so busy punching. I didn't know punching made your hand stronger. Or your wrist. I don't know. I don't, I don't I've never punched anybody. This guy seems like a... You've never a, punched anybody? I've never punched anyone. Really? No. Well, playfully. No, come on. Not out of anger? You never really no, punched somebody? No, wow. never have. You no. punched somebody playfully? Who? <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> question is, who's next? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> See the other guy. Jalen Hurts signed a five-year contract for $255 million, so he Jesus. is now the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL. Until Lamar signs. Yeah, until Lamar Jackson signs. A lot, a lot of people were pointing out, like, huh, Jalen resigned, Lamar hasn't. What's the difference? Oh, one has an agent and the other's tweeting. Oof. Right? Remember Why Lamar? doesn't Lamar have an agent? He well, don't want one. He just doesn't want one. He wants to like, uh, he wants bypass to that 10%. He's an idiot. Because <laughs> he's an idiot, yeah. right? He's trying to save 5%, exactly. Yeah, by costing himself more than 5%. Uh, that's amazing. God, that's incredible. This whole process has been <laughs> a it's mess anyway. Very entertaining. With There's him- some of the dumbest things going on right now. I mean, think of that. A, a guy at that level who has the potential to be the highest paid player in all of team sports, <laughs> and he, I don't have an agent. I'm not paying some guy 5%. What are you kidding? <laughs> then we, on the other side, we have this. 21-year-old who's who knows all our nation's deepest, darkest secrets and he's showing <laughs> off to his teenage friends. Hey, look what I got! 
I'm Mr. Big Stuff, Mr. OG. I got the big secrets here, yeah. I can tell you, I always thought what, if you were at Lamar Jackson's level, you would just pay someone 5% so you didn't have to do shit. Right. Exactly. Well, he has someone, actually, He has, but he's not an agent. He's not really an agent. He's just somebody who knows how to do math. Was he taking 3%? <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't think he's taking. He he's an, doing it because he's his friend. Could he, he knows math. An agent who would take two percent? Yeah, probably. I'll do it. I don't know. They they really frown on that. Can he get? Um, I'll negotiate anything for Lamar Jackson just for a pole barn. Can he hire Master P? Didn't Master P put together that great Ricky Williams deal? Yeah, the worst that, deal ever. Master? I know that's what happens when you when you go with people because they're cool. Or Don to Sports? Can he go with Don to Sports and have them do the deal? Look at the stupidity that goes on when people think they know better than, hey, I know everything, and I know that Master P is the coolest guy negotiating contracts right now. I don't know anything about contracts, but he's really cool. I'm going to go with him. I think it's worked with, with two people. Like, Jay, didn't Jay-Z have, like, a sports agency that was actually fairly successful? And, then of course, LeBron. Were they? Are they still doing I, that? I, th- I thought they were for a while. And then well, LeBron and Maverick Carter. But that's because it's LeBron. It's a lot easier when you have the best talent in the sport. By the way, really quickly um, about agents, the counter argument from Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis, who is suing an agent because they didn't sign him to certain pictures that that then went on to make shit tons of money. Bruce Willis. How does Bruce Willis remember this? Bruce Willis. (laughs) I have never heard anything about this. That was a terrible question. Bruce Willis. I think he. It's an old suit. You sound like the Did other lawyer. That <laughs> yeah, Bruce Willis remember that? I think he remembered um, <laughs> at the time and uh, expressed it to someone who then remembered for him. I just had never heard the story. The story could be told. But Bruce Willis, did you know that Demi Moore has moved in with Bruce Willis yeah. and his wife? His why, thirty why, years younger the wife. Why? So Hot. the wife can take care of both. No, of so them? she can wipe his bath. The young wife won't have to. No, I don't know. Did Valerie Bertinelli move in too? <laughs> I just <laughs> thought that was. You're moving in with every guy that's dying. I mean, it's a really, uh, it's a really kind thing to do, but kind of amazing. And I think did one of the daughters move back in, or yeah, they're taking yeah. turns or something. I mean, that's really, that's, nice. that's really cool. Yeah. Um, he, but I, if, is typical his, Hollywood. Would you think that his wife? You know, the, the much, much younger, hotter wife that he married? Right. She'd be going, I got this. I yeah, don't need yeah. Demi Moore living with me. No. Right. Although they do have the two kids together, so maybe it's for the end. Of, you know, I don't know. Maybe that's... Maybe she figured she's going to be around anyway. The two kids together? The, you know... Demi and... They have more than two. Oh, but they're, but they're grown. And they're grown. Scout. They're not the new wife's kids, though. I mean, no, I was thinking no. the new wife would be like, I, I don't think his, I want to live with Demi Moore. He wants his stupid kids around, doesn't he? The one that's always topless everywhere. Which one yeah. was that? Rumor? Rumor? Yeah. Do you want to live with Demi Moore, Trudy? No, I, I would not like her to okay. live with me, no. She wants to help you with Joey. <laughs> 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 you want her to move in? If, if, much if, the if, opposite. If, I would not want happen. Demi Moore moving in to help me with anything. No, she just I doesn't wouldn't. seem like she'd be helpful at all. I mean, I think she'd be okay, but I just don't think I need all whatever she brings. I don't think I need it. I think I'd rather do it myself. <laughs> whatever she brings. If, if Ashton Kutcher gets ill, is she going to move in there, too? I guess so. Yeah. She's just moving in with all the exes whenever they get sick. She actually can't pay her rent is the real story. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so Christina Gennari, if any of those people need to move need in yeah, together, she, she Christina Gennari is house. our realtor to the stars uh, here in this area, and probably she could <laughs> work at that out for them, too, because she and her team at KW Domain are the pretty much cream of the crop when it comes to doing real estate 
as crazy as it's been for the past oh, two years or more now, she's been doing it for 20 years and she's able to surf all of the ups and downs. So her team comes ready to help when you find the home of your dreams. If you're ready to make that move when it's time to move, go with the obvious choice. Christina Gennari, go to soldchristina.com. That's soldchristina.com. The obvious choice in real estate. 248-550-4788. You can find her, of course, on the Drew and Mike show uh, page. And... Um, April is the time for tightening up the ship, getting the abs tighter, the waist smaller, the legs less cellulite -y, breasts boosted at Dr. Roche's office. They're ready for anything that gravity and maybe dereliction from your exercise workout has left you in a crappy shape. Not liking what you see in the mirror for April. They're focusing on six evolved treatments to tighten the trouble areas on your body, like your abs and your legs and your arms. Virtue treatments for cellulite. Lipo, get one area, lipo and fat transfer, and get another area complimentary. And 550 off breasts, either an augmentation or a breast lift. You can call them at 248-338-1110. That's Dr. Osh's office. Talk to any of the people there. They're all great, good friends. Mm. We love them, and mm. they take good care of you. And NordVPN also takes care of your bandwidth. If it's trying to be throttled by internet service providers, they won't let that happen if you jump with them. You could also switch your country IP address to get Netflix, Disney Plus, and all those other streaming services that, you know what? I looked at how much I paid for that over the past oh God, year when I did don't. my taxes. It's horrifying. So you could get it cheaper than in the U.S. and YouTube Premium for much cheaper uh, in foreign countries than in the U.S. unparalleled browsing security. Grab your deal, NordVPN deal, by going to nordvpn.com slash dams. Every purchase, two-year plan, will receive uh, four bonus months on top. And Pam adjusted uh, public adjusters in Michigan are there to help if uh, some crazy weather thing. Jesus Christ. I know. It, 30 degrees it, today and bullshit. snowing and 80 degrees over the weekend. And it's going to be 74 on Thursday. Oh, and it's Mother Nature. Back down to 50 on Sunday. It's so, garbage. yeah, you're pretty much in for that. You might as well have to have public adjusters of Michigan on your side for anything that happens. Be ready for anything. Call Pam first because they'll get you the money and they'll negotiate the process, even if you're midway through it. Call PamFirst.com or click the logo on our website. Um, I was... Uh, checking through the internets and found this headline. Oh, what? Jack Nicholson, unrecognizable in first new photos since 2021. I know. In Where's quotes, he been? His mind is gone. Well, yeah, these weren't very flattering pictures. Oh, my God, they were horrifying. But then I wondered if that was really Jack? him. Oh, it's yeah. him. There's yeah. so many Jack impersonators. He's, <laughs> He's 85 years old. He's just How gone away. Look at, the, look at the piece of shit house that he's... Like, that's not where Jack Nicholson lives, is it, Mark? Well, maybe he's lost. Look. Yeah, maybe it's, uh, <laughs> maybe he's a just balcony. wandered into a house. Yeah, that's like one of those. Uh, that, that's like that crappy deck I used to have at my house. <laughs> to me, the, he looks just really with the tired. redwood stain. Yeah, and he's he's got man boobs and, and he's eighty. He's eighty five. Uh, you drove me back in here to defend Jack. And, it, and it, his well, I don't think that this is true. But Esquire magazine, somebody was like, his mind is gone, and it's like oh, maybe <laughs> what. Um, his friends who talked to him said he's sharp as ever. Yeah. But he, okay, he just got up. He walks out of the kitchen. Isn't they say it's nine in the morning or something? He just wakes up. And he's listening he's, he's to, the, on the, listen to the birds. Yeah, he's knocking on the wood to hear the birds. And he's wearing a t-shirt and yeah, he's got boobs. He's fat. He looks like he, shit. He's 85. 
He's 85. How good is he supposed to look? Is he supposed to look like, uh, who are some of these nude women in their 60s? Paulina Poroskova. Paulina Poroskova. Yeah. He's 25 years old and Paulina Poroskova. But, 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 Do they but, want him to get in shape and be nude? Uh, look at no, Clayton Patterson, though. He but, looks great at his age. No, you're show, right. show Drew the picture of the place <laughs> that he's, the I balcony. Saw I saw it. I'm sure he's more upset about where he is. As not, that's okay. not his house. Yes, he's lived there for a long, he long, long time. He lives in this piece of shit house? Yeah, it's on, it's on that famous street. It's Mulholland a famous or? house. Mulholland, yeah. Really? Yeah, it's it's actually a very valuable property, whether it's being kept up, I don't know. It's like this tiny little Wait, like is, balcony too. Okay, I mean, that's wouldn't the, he live in a palatial? Is that, is that the house where Polanski got in the hot tub? Yeah, oh. it is, isn't it? Is that why he doesn't want to sell it? Because uh, it's evidence. The tooth. Okay, yeah, it's that evidence. that picture is from the back of the house. Really? How do you yeah. know this? Because I read about it. Oh, <laughs> um, it's not it's not the front of the house or the side of the house. It's the back of the house, and mm-hmm. he's just out the kitchen balcony. And so, because people were upset. Because someone was taking pictures of him in the back of his house. In other words, yeah. he wasn't just walking out because he wanted everyone to take his picture. Yeah. He was just walking out in his back balcony and somebody took pictures of him. No, and I, it's really kind of uh, grotesque. I think that is grotesque. He should have his right to privacy. And if he doesn't want to be seen, he shouldn't be seen. But that headline is brutal. And What's I, the headline say? Jack Nicholson, unrecognizable. He's in his not first unrecognizable. I recognize Bridget, him. Bridget Fonda is unrecognizable. Yeah. Jack Nicholson yeah. is recognizable. I know who that is. And in quotes, it finishes with, his mind is gone. How do they know from a distance that his mind is he's, gone? He's really been living by himself, and he's been kind of, since COVID apparently, he really hasn't gone out much. Yeah, I was going to say, we haven't seen him in so long. Yeah, and- He went to a Lakers game in 2020, I think they have a picture of him, and he looks okay. He doesn't look great. He's 82, for Christ's sake. Wait, that's what people bring 85. up now. He's never he showing go- up at those seats. Wait, I'm changing my mind. I want the Lakers to go to the finals to see if Jack shows up. <laughs> he'll show up. But you want them to lose the finals, Can right? Can I ask you a question? How good is Jack supposed to look right now? He's 85. The way I, mean, I if remember you took him. That jack and you shower him up and you comb his hair and you put him in some nice clothes, he probably will look like an okay Jack Nicholson, right? An 85 yeah, year old yeah, Jack sure. Nicholson. Yeah. So, I, I'm I not mean, saying I think that that's what's happened to him. I think that, that first of all, for Esquire magazine, I think that headline is outrageous. They so weren't the only some ones. Things Why did they, they say his mind is gone? Because according to look what I read. He <laughs> he's knocking on wood for the birds. He's listening to the birds. Uh, I mean, exactly I don't know for birds though. That's yeah. weird. But that's, that's the first sign your mind's gone <laughs> when you want birds to be around. Uh, others have said that the comments of his mind being gone or dementia are exaggerated, including Bill he's Riley. He's a cuckoo bird. How does he live by himself if his mind is gone? Uh, yeah, I mean, I he lives know. alone. I don't know. I mean, at home. It's, it sounds like reckless speculation from no one who's actually cited by name here. Sources. I'm a Jack Gross. fan, so I would prefer that his mind was not gone, because I love Jack, but... Don't, don't you feel I like... thought it was a real cheap shot to take a picture of him in the back of his fucking house at nine in the morning when yeah, he walks yeah. out and stretches because he's stretching in a couple of the pictures. Drew, is is it agree. people that are like, I just saw a few good men. He didn't look that bad. <laughs> like they're not realizing that TV and film are old. You can't handle the truth. I, most of the comments I saw, people just thought it was shitty that somebody is sneaking pictures from the back of shitty. his house in the it's morning. Totally I mean, shitty. it's awful. <laughs> I think it's kind of rotten that people take pictures of Bridget Fonda when she's out. Outrunning errands. Oh my God, Bridget Fonda's unrecognizable. And she is unrecognizable. I mean, I wouldn't I mean, know it was Bridget I, Fonda. I would exactly. She's really put on a lot of weight, but she's. At least her mind Hollywood. isn't gone. She's retired from Hollywood and she's living in 
is it Idaho? With Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman yeah. yeah, with Danny Elfman, and she's she doesn't need I money. I don't think she cares about making movies. Well, obviously she doesn't. Unless she's looking for a different kind of role, but um. <laughs> I love that. This really, it sounded like they had no sources for any of this. Just a distant photo. They're like, he also listened to the birds and observed a helicopter. Oh, he's gone. Past. They just made this shit He's nuts. Up. Well, he, he looks, is he looks looking up, in the up sky. He's looking up in one of the pictures. Jack Nicholson observes a, a, a helicopter. helicopter. Unrecognizable Ugh. Jack Nicholson observes Ugh. a helicopter flying over. His mind shot. He probably shot. just heard a helicopter mind and looked up like is, most people do. His mind he's gone. is gone. Uh, I'm with the paper now. Clearly gone. Well, speaking of helicopters in L.A., this today, two hundred nine sixty six boner. Somebody sent me a, a, a just a quick link to a YouTube chase. It was a car chase. This um, this this person had run over a police officer. Will we watch it. I wish. Yeah. Trust me, I wish. So I click on this link and I'm watching it while I'm doing my prep and I'm loving. I'm having a great time watching this police chase because everybody loves them. Be free. I even commented as Drew and Mike. Be free. Be free. The comment section was going insane. It was like brrr, it was a live stream from LA. So this is this is what I ran into as I was watching it. And this is audio only. I'm sorry. I couldn't I couldn't record it. Uh, because it was a live stream, and then this happened. All right, as Stu is resetting with his pilot, we can just mention that we are getting word from a spokesperson, a deputy at the sheriff's department, who says that this pursuit started when a deputy almost got his foot run over by this suspect. So, again, uh, So it's tossed back to the anchor. The anchor's talking because the helicopter guy went away for a minute, but he's still filming it, and we're watching this car bobbing and weaving, flying. ...driving from this assault suspect as this driver is making it way down the 405 and as he's hitting more traffic be free. going yep, on those emergency free. lanes and off to the shoulder of the freeway to be try free. to get ahead of all this traffic but clearly it is a uh, very dangerous situation with high be rates free of anyway. speed we've been monitoring Stu what I have a couple of things that we have Here's to mention. Here's the helicopter. Uh, our vice in president helicopter. is in town today. If folks don't know that, she does live in the Westwood area, and that actually is giving us a TFR, a flight restriction area, and that's creating a little oh, bit of an issue right now. TFR. I'm going to try to work with Olivier, and we're oh, going to try to keep an eye bullshit. on this thing. So at this point, we lose the car. So you can you can break into Paul Pelosi's house with a hammer. But if Kamala Harris is in town, we can't follow because some guy tried to be free. Because of the uh, pre uh, the vice presidential TFR, Kamala TFR. Uh, Kamala is uh, vice president Kamala. Harris is. Uh, Why didn't she wave it in the Westwood area? So we I are think kind of limited see on where we can yeah. fly. So we're going to try to make our way around this invisible ring and try to pick it up a little bit farther south. Sorry about this, guys. No, no apologies there, obviously. Yeah, yeah. No, I appreciate the apology. Actually, you needed to apologize. Here's the funny part. I was telling you that the uh, <laughs> that the the YouTube comments were going crazy at this as this was live, and all of a sudden when this happened and they lose the car because the helicopter could not uh, follow it due to Kamala Harris. I'm telling you, the section, went, the, the YouTube comments went insane. Everybody was just like, fuck Harris. And they were just, uh, Trump 2024. It, it went insane. I was, wish I could have been understandable. Was it a red SUV? It was. And then. The good news is, it's, it, it's, it all made it. They still followed it the whole way. I understand. The, I, I fast forwarded sucks. a while and they, it came back right as the guy was being apprehended. He yeah. just, it was pretty anticlimactic. But so, Drew, you can see there. See, the you can see there. Oh, is this that is, him? Be free. Yeah, and this is where <laughs> they start pulling away because of the flight restriction. Yeah, I was but, pissed about it. Oh, this looks like it'd be a good part, too. Oh, he was, not, he was weaving not, for a while. 
Yeah, the earlier stuff looked. I mean, he's good. got he's got a great emergency lane there. Yeah, that's see, see how, how far they away they had to go. Emergency lanes. I mean, you can't see anything oh, there. Oh man, I was very angry. But he at really Kamala. has. I mean, that's like a two lane emergency lane for B Freedom. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that's what it's there for. Well, they end up catching back <laughs> up with him. There he is. Oh, again. there he is. Oh yes, B Free. Oh oh oh, oh look out. Oh, look at him. Wow, that's cool. That just looks like a guy driving fast to me. And if they stop him, if he stops, great. And if he doesn't, they're just going to let it go. Oh. (laughs) What? That's what you do nowadays. You just let him go. Well, you're in a helicopter. You know where he's going to end Most up. Most people are for freedom. Honestly, it just looks like free. a guy driving in traffic right now. It, it does. I mean, aggressively. Oh, here we go. Nope, nope, nope. Well, no, he's back on the shoulder. Where, where we are right now looks like we're Ooh, just going to be getting off the off. freeway again. This just gets more and more complicated for oh, Skyfox this, uh, this morning. This is a pursuit that started up in the Antelope Valley. I know that Skyfox uh, is making it about themselves. We're keeping <laughs> us on the ground, but we did make that effort, and it came down the 14 freeway. This getting off the freeway excuses. there at Wilshire Boulevard, and you can see this vehicle still moving very, very quickly. Yeah, that and was a slick little move. running from nobody. That's kind of the big issue right now. There are oh, no, 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 no. Behind him. There is no! a helicopter in the air. He's just out of gas. Stopping in the middle of the road. Fourth on, is, is Brittany that behind that wheel? Actually still there. Uh, there is a oh, don't tell me he's out of gas. There's no officer in sight. Right now. And so Does the car behind him have a gallon, maybe? Look at this. Just getting out of the car. And getting oh, back in the car. Go, go, go. Uh, go, because now the cops go. What is he doing? Oh. Yeah. They were basically told if he gives up. Will that car to go? Him into custody. Is that the most strange <laughs> thing they've ever heard? He has such an opportunity. Uh, runs, they're told to, uh, con- uh, Wait, to What is the car behind him doing? Are they just waiting for traffic like to clear so they can go on with their day? Right at the end of Wilshire's, the Wilshire. Is, is that driver out of gas? That it, it must be. Oh, wait, out. the car behind him is backing up to get out of there. Is that a female yeah, or a male driver? I couldn't tell. I thought it was a male. And apparently this driver allegedly ran over the foot of a deputy there. and Shoot him! So that's what we've been following so far. Ending right here, hopefully. And it does end. But I missed a good solid 10 minutes of a car chase. stop right in the middle of the road right there. On Wilshire. I was very angry with our and vice president. Vehicle, Understandably. This driver stopped confused, didn't know what to do. Once okay, all the police what, can we speed forward to the end? Lame ending, man. Yeah. I know, it was a lame ending. We speed forward to where they take her to drive her down. He just gave up willingly, wow. it looked like. All right, well, you know, the best okay. case Bye. scenario right there. And again, oh, no like one got hurt. Food. No other vehicles were hit. Shoot them. Um, so Put the this, dog on them. This, this is the end. Mm-hmm. And it looks like this they want to clear that this car. This is the end, right, my sure only friend. Or nobody else. She doesn't know what else to say. So God, that canine is so... You go from the adrenaline rush of this person trying to be free to the end, and it's right. it's quite a letdown. That canine is dying to bite him. Oh, is it? Let him, <laughs> let him free. Where's the dog? It's off to the right. They zoomed uh, in a little bit. Oh, yeah. Why are they in the back door? That was weak. Still, though. We all love police chases. Yeah, I was just bummed out because we missed a big chunk of it, and I I didn't I don't like that. I don't like it when the uh, restricted airspace makes it oh, so we terrible. can't watch these things. That's terrible. They what? need to do something about that. The I'm vice gonna... president is not important enough to stop a good cop chase. No, <laughs> I'm not. start claiming restricted airspace on I, my way to work. We need some lobbyists <laughs> to get on that immediately so that never happens again. <laughs> That's lobbyists. terrible. Like lobbyists. There's got to be someone what? who could lobby Free for that. the road lobbyists? No, just that they, they don't need to protect the vice president from chopper chase, choppers covering car chases, ever. The vice president just isn't that important. <laughs> Not that important. She messes everything up. Not knocking her. I would say the same thing about Dan Quayle, 
<laughs> or uh, whoever. Joe Biden when he was vice president. How or, dare they? Um, so, Brittany Mahomes is defending, I have no idea why, she's defending the big stuffing privileged brat Jackson Mahomes, again, telling people to shut up. Because, of course, now that he's been busted for sexually assaulting yeah. a, a woman in a restaurant, and there's video of it. Yeah. I mean, he literally just grabs her around the neck and just starts making out with her, and then he tries to do it again, and she's clearly fighting him off, mm-hmm. and he was uh, he was arrested. And so people, I think, are are telling, are, are tweeting about it or probably tweeting on his pages and maybe on uh, Brittany Mahomes' page. Oh, too, yeah, she because, gets trolled pretty bad. So she's popping up. You have no right to say shit about him. You're ignorant. He is a human just trying to live his life. No, he's a sexual predator, and he got busted, and he was a total asshole before that. Not to mention, do you think she's ever talked shit about people that she doesn't know? Of course she does. No, she's an idiot. But he's not just a human trying to live his life. He is publicly living his life all over social media, being an ass about it. He's a TikTok star. He's on social media all the time, doing stupid dances, lip syncing. He's uh, showing off his private jet to take his brother's football game that he doesn't pay for. No, he thinks he's hot shit. He's not. He's just a great football player's dumbass brother. That That's all he TikTok is. TikTok sensation, idiot. And <laughs> then, you know, he had done some pretty dumb things, like he threw a fit because some restaurant wouldn't take his table of 20. Yeah, it was right. like a restaurant that held 60 people or something, and they're like, <laughs> we don't have space at the last minute, and he threw a fit. Yeah, he called him out publicly. Throwing waters on, water on Colts fans after... The Chiefs beat the Colts. He's just done some really stupid things. And so people are constantly... He should get rid of those two. His brother and his wife. (laughs) And then when you would think it would be so obvious that, I'm really embarrassing my brother. This is really terrible. I should stop doing this. I should just go back to being Jackson Mahomes, private citizen. Get off social media. No, he can't do that. He keeps doing it. And then he is so caught up with being Jackson Mahomes that he tries to make out with a 40-year-old woman running a restaurant, and he gets arrested. So now all the gloves are off now. I mean, there's no defense for him whatsoever. None. Right, yeah. He's out of hand, totally out of hand. Mm-hmm. And why she thinks people should just shut up. No, people could talk about it. What does she think this is? Well, she would definitely be pissed if somebody She's, assaulted her that way. And she is not the shut-up governor anyway. There's <laughs> no such thing as a shut-up governor anymore. <laughs> Nobody shuts up, ever. <laughs> I mean, there's no point in even telling anyone to shut up. Um, you pay people to shut up sometimes, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, when you have an NDA and some people just shut up, like Budweiser's been shutting up for all this time, although Budweiser actually posted. They posted on Friday. I didn't even know this. They posted TGIF question mark, which I thought was funny. Aw. <laughs> TGIF question mark. Please. They got 11 million views and 25,000 really crappy comments. I guess mostly very crappy comments. And uh, then Budweiser released. This is pretty funny. Budweiser releases a patriotic commercial over the weekend with the Clydesdale horses Mm -hmm. galloping. Trying to go way back. They're galloping past the Lincoln Memorial. They're they're galloping on the Brooklyn Bridge and past all these, you know, American landmarks. And even that made people mad uh, as they <laughs> return to traditional value. Because uh, it's thirsty. Well, yeah, yeah and uh, p- 
people were saying stuff like, "Not gonna uh, win." Got slammed online. Make a pathetic attempt to right the ship. Too late. That's too obvious. Somebody said, is the horse trans now? (laughs) (laughs) Hard pivot, huh? LOL. (laughs) You know, in the story I read about it, they keep, every time the story comes up, they have the two pictures of Dylan Mulvaney where she's going, in the bathtub. Mm. She's making that, that really, just really stupid face, Uh which I I would, I don't think anyone wants that face, the that person with that face holding any product. It's just <laughs> so Anheuser such an Bush. annoying picture. Let me find it. What's her name? Dylan Mulvaney. Dylan Mulvaney. Grandpa's feeling a little frisky today. Vaney. Vaney. Okay, images. Let's see. I know they've got it. Oh, how could that not be the top image for crying out loud? I guess I have to I guess I have to Google. Bud Light, Dylan Mulvaney. I mean, they're just, honestly, the worst pictures. And she's holding the bottle with her picture on it. The Bud Light bottle, <laughs> which Bud Light said, oh, those are not available to the public. Nobody can buy those anywhere. Oh, they can't? No. No, oh. they were special for her. Yeah, they uh, sent them to her for her to birthday. To celebrate her one year. Yeah, look at that. She's only one year old. It was, it was she's a, a one-year-old girl. It was a paid um, Instagram sponsorship, like a micro-influencer thing. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't sound like it's stupid. a micro-influencer, though, because it sounds like they paid her a lot of money. Well, she has a lot of followers. Yeah. Why, I don't know, but... Yeah. Um, oh, here's... Oh, <laughs> here are the pictures they keep showing. The two at the top. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. would you want your beer associated with that face? Uh, I guess not, In no. the post, too, where she's going, They didn't think of much, man. I don't know what it is. And these teams just play with a bound basketball or something. It's really not a campaign that's directed at me. <laughs> no. So much. Or, it, got even, mean, it got even dumber, too. Oh, here's another one that they keep using oh, with all the stories. Look well. at that. Look at that picture. The situation got even dumber, too. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the tweet that the National Republican Congressional Committee put up where you could... Um, like donate to him and get a beer koozie that, uh, you know, hit the tweet says, thanks to Dylan Mulvaney. We can finally admit that Bud Light tastes like water with our new koozies. Make sure no one confuses Bud Light with real beer again. Well, that tweet didn't stay up very long because they then deleted it because they found out that Anheuser-Busch has donated $500,000 to the NRCC. Uh, so it's like, it's all about, this money. whole thing is yeah, about and then, fucking money. Well, and then Don, Don, Don Jr., yeah. Don Trump Jr. Period. Don Trump Jr. said, knock it off. They're, they're good. They back Republicans. Because it's about money. money. It's about money for Dylan yeah. Mulvaney. It's about money. money for the um, lobbyists. It's about money. And in, in, in meanwhile, there's people that are really upset about it, which fine, whatever. If they don't want to drink anymore, they don't have to drink it. You know, I wondered about the Tommy it's Lee all so exhausting. thing. Like how he got in the middle of it. Is yeah. it because he doesn't like Kid Rock? They feud. They've got a beef because of Pam, remember? Uh, because he's uh, essentially saying the same thing. He's on the yeah. same side as Kid yeah. Rock. Oh, he's on the same side? Yeah. Yeah, maybe they can get him together. Oh, maybe this will bring them I, together. I can't believe that. they still care about they don't that. Care. There's they? no way they can. If anything, they'd probably get together and go, <laughs> what a hag. Boy, was that dumb. <laughs> over, over a woman. Okay. Oh, my God. Hurt. Did you? Did anyone watch your documentary besides me? No. God, no. Really? I don't have time for that. You weren't even interested I for the OG zero, stuff? No. I have no interest in her. I, fi- I don't find Pam Anderson interesting. She's really all. not terribly interesting. But the the you know the reviewing of the '90s is the part that I found fun and 
Mm-hmm. You know, it sure. wasn't anything I didn't know. I mean, there are a few things that she says that you know she's never said before. Big deal. But honestly, <laughs> when the more it gets into the current, the more I, I hate to say it, but she just looks haggy. <laughs> she does. The only interesting thing she's ever said is. <laughs> The dumbest post ever. And by the way, he's supposed to be the biggest sexual predator of all time now. And she's and she's crying. Her mascara is running because she's about half dying. So she she talks to him on social media, which is pretty cool. I mean, that's I didn't know you could do that. I mean, is well, that not the supposed most, to reach him? How stupidly performative is that? You can barely talk. Not to mention, that's like a minute and a half video, too, because the first, the first 90 seconds. she can't talk. She's she's so upset. She's standing and just staring at the screen. She can't talk, man. She's so upset because she loves Hef, because everyone loved Hef then. Now I don't think she would do that. (laughs) But uh, the the Brooke, honestly, if I had a competition, this would be a good competition. Which documentary is more boring, Brooke Shields or Pam Anderson? It's close. (laughs) Twitter poll? Who's, um, no, it's not going to come out right, because uh, I don't think well, any of our one? audience would watch Brooke Shields' documentary, but they might watch Pam Anderson. I would think Pam Anderson would just murder Brooke Shields. Oh, well, at um, least that's but, one battle she can win. Yeah, but it was, oh boy, Brooke Shields is boring. Once, And honestly, the part that wasn't boring was so gross. Yeah. It was just, oh God, that pretty baby stuff. I just creeped out completely. I just can't get over these people. You got to understand, I really care about Brooke Shields. That reminds me, F. Murray Abraham got yeah. kicked off of White Lotus. <laughs> no, not White Lotus. Um, uh, Vision Quest, which right. is Rob well, Mechel, which is a very, very funny show. Rob McElhenney from oh, Sunny yeah. in Philadelphia right. basically created it, and he sexually harassed some women on the set. Mm. They warned him. This is last year, right? Yeah, because he's been off. For he's a while. eighty. They've he's fucking of, eighty. Well. 80 years old, and you he's saw, harassing... If you, if you saw White Lotus, you, you saw how active he is, unlike oh, right. Jack Nicholson, who's yeah. lost his mind. Um, <laughs> but So they warn F. Murray Abraham, and then he goes and does it again, and McElhaney's like, we told him, that's that's it. We warned him, yeah. he violated, he's gone. But he they never said any reason as to why he left the show until now. Oh, wow. Which is really, really weird. But if you saw him on White Lotus, you know what a pussy hound he is. Right. What What is it with these old pussy hound dudes, though? I mean, well, the guys. I, d- the I guy can't. Who's played, dudes. Was it who played Dracula? Didn't he? Bella Lugosi. No. Oh, Martin Landau. Oh, god damn it! There aren't that many guys that age who are still doing it. Oh, I mean, well, George they, Bush was. Remember they, his cop David Copperfield joke? I know. It was so stupid. Yeah, that's because they're still it's dudes. Like, it's like they go back in their head to a time when they were hot or I, something like that. I think George Bush, wasn't he in a wheelchair? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I like You know what? He was also an ex-president, so there you go. Yeah. That's uh, some clout. Why? Now, why wasn't he canceled? Well, the president of hitting that ass. Because he's an old man. <laughs> <laughs> you can't cancel an old man. Yeah, Someone used equity to keep him from being canceled. Plus he's the next president. You can't cancel him. I'm going to go out to the bars and get some pussy. I mean, you would think that a president would, of all people, you know, get, be getting a lot of shit for that. Because a president making a David Copperfield joke in the White House. Thank you, Diane. <laughs> an intern in the, in White, the White House. 
in the Oval Office. I love that line. Did it outrage you? <laughs> oh, it's science for you. <laughs> There's another, another little interesting battle. Um, somebody famous, well, actually a local guy. You know Anthony Bass, pitcher, pitched for Wayne State, bounced around the majors. I think we talked about him when he pitched here uh, with San Diego. I think he's with the Blue Jays now. Does that ring a bell at all? Sandy. His name's Anthony Bass. Uh, he's a pitcher. Anyway, he's with the Blue Jays, and he put out a tweet here today that says, the flight attendant at United made my 22-week pregnant wife traveling with a 5-year-old and a 2-year-old get on her hands and knees to pick up a popcorn mess made by my youngest daughter. Are you kidding me? Oh, 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 oh. Like, oh my! You God. get down there and you pick up that popcorn mess, you pregnant bitch! There's, there's Did the she tweet. really make her? Wow. <laughs> Really? I mean, he is on a crowded plane. You get down on all fours, you pregnant idiot. I mean, really? Did that really happen? Uh, he, I don't he claims think, it. I don't think we can believe all any people. Well, immediately he all he started getting people. shit on Twitter because they're like, "You make three million dollars. Why isn't she flying in for you know that whole yeah. act? Which whatever he they can fly wherever they want to fly, um, but." I, I don't know. He's, sure he's just that... getting raked through the coals on Twitter because of that tweet. Are we sure that that uh, the United person, or maybe that his pregnant wife, maybe was having a really bad day and had a long flight and was really cranky and something happened and she made more of it than really should have been made of it? Is it possible that that happened? I think it's very possible. I, and having little kids, it's like, I don't... If they make a mess, though, I tend to pick up after them because I just fucking feel bad. Yeah, but don't they have people who clean the planes? Why is that important for... I've never no, seen a flight I, That's the other you side. You get on all fours and you clean I, up that popcorn! Yeah, I, would, I don't see that happening. They clean up four people. When a kid spills, they clean yeah. it up. And if that happens, wouldn't the person just go, no, and leave the plane when you, when you <laughs> deplane? What are they going to do to you? Nothing. What are they going to do to you? Yeah. Nothing. Oh, my God, i got to get on all fours. The flight attendant told me to get on all fours. I, I just I have no choice. A baby I'm brain. Pregnant. It's your baby brain. It hurts. I'm risking my child, but I'm going to have to do it. I just don't believe it happened. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's just when I saw it, I'm like, oh, God, all this fucking is back and forth, to, that all this is not stupidity. the thing to put on Twitter, right? You're not going to win that battle. He's from well, Dearborn. Huh? It didn't yeah. happen yeah, to, to him. Why doesn't she put it on Twitter? It happened to her. Why didn't she film it with her phone? Or why didn't she interview people in the vicinity? Did you film that woman making me get on all fours with yeah. my pregnant belly and clean up that mess? Yeah, but he's been going back and forth with yeah. people. Who've replied to Oh, he's tweet. fighting with them? Yes. <laughs> what is he saying back? Well, one one commenter said, um, That's that's really dumb. If you're gonna give your kid popcorn on the plane, be prepared to pick it up. My toddlers love Cheerios, but they were messy. I would never have served them Cheerios on the plane. And he wrote, You're the perfect parent. You can do no wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they said, uh, pregnant women can bend. They may not want to, but the solution to that would be not to give your child popcorn on a plane. <laughs> to which he replied, One last comment about today's incident. United provided the popcorn, not my wife. Oh, you're not just giving people popcorn, are they? I didn't know I've that. I've never gotten popcorn on a plane. On a plane? I've Do you get popcorn? I've never seen any. But maybe that sounds it's, great, Maybe though. it's a United thing. <laughs> I've we, never Brian, heard. Can we, is there a 1-800-UNITED number we can call? I think so. So then he put out, thank you, everyone. I want to call him on that. Thank you, everyone, for the support. United Airlines is taking care of the matters with the flight attendant internally. So now this flight attendant's in trouble? Which is kind of shitty. Well, if she actually ordered her to get in all yeah, fours. True, true. Ordered. 
To which someone replied, the Blue Jays should handle your 7.11 ERA internally. Thanks for calling United Airlines. And then they posted about how they fly to Buffalo all the time because that's the AAA affiliate. Yes, hi, United Airlines. words while you are calling Please, you're calling an airline, Drew. you got 50 minutes before you can talk to a human. Right. They don't have a... Is this reservations or something? Well, I don't know. It's the number that pops up. Well, they might have like a media number or a PR number. I'll see if they pick up. I, I say, doubt they will. There are very few phone numbers anymore for anyone. I know. You're right. <laughs> I know. It's a pretty futile they want, attempt. They do not want you to get in touch with them about anything. It's really caused a great loss of uh, opportunity for me professionally. Uh, can't bitch to anybody. Apparently, they do have popcorn in a bag. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, maybe they did. That sounds good. Do you have any upstairs? No. Oh, I did. <laughs> really? I... I swear, I cannot hey girl, believe <laughs> that seems like a dumb idea to be giving popcorn on an airplane. I first of all, I've never seen it. Well, but. and then being bitchy about it when people get it everywhere, because yeah, that's pretty dumb. Yeah. Ah. All right, I'm on the team, whatever the player's name is, Anthony Bass. Because they ordered her to pick it yes. up. This is Bass. I want them to punish her to the full extent of the law. <laughs> um, Speaking of uh, people getting really angry at people. Should have made the five-year-old pick it up, just saying. We have uh, Russell Westbrook getting really upset. Uh, you got that yeah. vid, Brandon? Yeah. Russell Westbrook uh, seems to really pay very close attention to the fans who criticize him. Uh-huh. And, I mean, this is a, an old thing. I mean, he constantly has yeah, yelled and jarred and jawed with people. He'll in the stop stands. with people when he's leaving the court after the game, people are yelling at him. He'll stop. He's actually gone up to the stands and, and bitched back and forth with people. He's complained to the media that someone said something about his mom, his wife, his kid, remember, his whatever. Remember he got mad because everyone was chanting Russell West brick because he couldn't make a, couldn't make a That's basket. That's a good one. And, and uh, LeBron defended him like while sitting on the bench. It's like, what is going on here? Oh, come on. Roll so, fucking spine. Anyway, this though, this tops all. He actually is led into a suite of someone who is criticizing him, someone that he wants to confront. This Is this at halftime? I don't know when this is. He's yeah. arguing with a son's uh, fan. There's another fan sitting down yeah, there's eating a, a child s- eating a piece of There's a child. child. Okay, Hallie. There's a child. <laughs> there's a child that well, needs Well, I mean, to- no, seriously, though. It's a, it's an adult man who's 6'4", coming in and screaming, and there's a kid eating uh, pizza, and his dad <laughs> is sitting across from him. I mean, in his uniform, too, which just looks silly. Well, the biggest thing to me is the whole time he's arguing with this guy, he's holding his penis. Why is that? Well, start at the beginning and Look, let's give it a listen. Wait, it's out? Yeah, it's out. Somebody filmed it in the suite. His penis is no, out? His penis is no, not, penis out. Is not He's out. He's just holding it in his pants? Take it like a man. See, kid's not eating his pizza anymore. And the, the, the his people lead him out. Is it security? So security will take you to a suite where someone is harassing you on the court? I love I love the guy he's yelling at got up and is like you know, yeah. what are you gonna do? Yeah, because he take knows, it like a man. Because he knows he's not gonna do anything. Wait, why is he wearing like a quarter of a shirt? He's pulled he's up his pull. top and to oh. make to create a crop top his for the top. encounter. Why is he holding his penis? Yeah. Watch your mouth, okay. Whatever you say. I mean, when you pay as much as those people pay to be in that suite, can you believe they would lead a player in there no. to yell at you? Wait a sec. 
Wait a sec. Wasn't this game? Was this last night's game against the Suns? I believe so. Yeah, yeah that's in Phoenix. Yeah. So yeah. why are they leading someone from the Clippers? There? I don't know. Well, I have it, no idea. It looks that's like he's that's the entrance to the. Court. Oh, because they walk through now. A lot of places they have that underground thing where they walk through all the fans. Oh. And he knows that that guy is there. How does he know that? Well, maybe he said something and he walked back. Watch your mouth. That's weird. So do they they charge extra for those where you can just sit in oh, that yeah. room and somebody yeah. walks oh, through and somebody walks through? They charge By the way, a lot I love extra. this kid. Really? I love this kid in the front, like in between Westbrook and the and the dad who's yeah. trying to eat something and he's just holding the plate up to his mouth. Yeah, he's got no yeah. utensils. He doesn't have any utensils. See him there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> man. I don't blame him. That's what you gotta do. He doesn't stop till he yells like the third time. <laughs> Watch him out! Watch him out! <laughs> what children? Oh my God! But it, it is impressive the guy He's got up and said, skin. "Take it like a man." Yeah, <laughs> Wes, Wes, Westbrook is thin-skinned. You'd be sure scared is. shitless. Mm. Is he still good? Uh, that's a great question. I don't know what his stats are now. Hmm. They won. They upset the Suns. There was another good video of this guy is just a superhero. Four people are trying to carjack this guy, and he actually he actually beats off all four of them. <laughs> Hot. Or beats up all four beats of them. Yeah, he beats off all four of them and maintains control of his own car. It's really incredible. I think he's on Flocka. He must have taken Flocka before he started this errand, whatever he's doing. He saw them coming to his, towards his car, so he tooted up Flocka. Yeah. I don't know where he was. He took it for the day. I, this is just bizarre. Look at this guy. Sneaking into a car. I'm going to steal it. I got to tell you, that guy got out there pretty fast. When Whoa, saw him on the holy shit. <laughs> you think you are? Stop. Out of here. Here come reinforcements. I came back for more. That car jacker. Well, he took his jacket. Oh, oh. Here comes another guy. Here move. comes number three. What a bunch Ooh. of young punks. Yeah. This guy's kicking him. What a pussy. Hitting him, with a hitting him with his shoe. What a pussy. Like Here comes guy number four. Why do they want this car so bad? It's a hot car. He's running. Hold on to that guy. Don't let him go. Oh, guy really, one of them was really wrestling. Why are they pixelating his shirt? Because well, he's got an ad on it, I guess. They just had a rapper car. Well, there they go. And they're peeling out. Sorry. Oh, look at that, man. quite a battle. Wow. Do you know who that guy is? I don't know. He's quite a hero. Badass, man. By the way, the woman who's calling the cops, she wasn't in any hurry to go down there and console him. She's calling the cops. She's busy. She got on the ring cam to yell. She's a hero. He should have been more admired for that. Yeah, no, she didn't give him his due. Oh, she did afterwards. (laughs) At night. <laughs> um, did anybody? I know nobody here watches Love Is Blind, but I, I know their their Netflix live stream last night got interrupted, and of course every Love Is Blind fan just came unglued. But my feeling was that if they had actually had the live stream on time, we would have heard nothing about it. 
but because all these people went on Twitter and went, where's my live stream? Now, everyone today is like, oh, love is blind. I didn't air last night on time. And, uh, the live stream. And it's like, well, but how many people actually even watch No, that? but you know why this is a big deal, right? Because this is their second live event. The Chris Rock thing yeah, is number one. I get it. And if they really want to be a player and get sports on Netflix, they might want to figure out how to fix this issue. Well, they so. got Chris Rock right, and I have a feeling if they sure. had something more important than Love well, is Blind, well, that's what I was they wondering. might have gotten it right. You don't suppose Love is Blind would get more viewers than Chris Rock, do you? <laughs> no. I wouldn't no. think so either, but Drew, it's, it might be possible that that gets more viewers. I don't really? think so. I doubt it. Are these live events, you don't have to pay for those, right? You, just, you have to have Netflix. Yeah, you have to have Netflix. Yeah, I don't know. Additional. What, do we know what kind of audience Chris Rock had? Look, I'd love yeah. to know, because I, I would assume that was a really big audience, but I don't know. I would I would have thought that would be way more than Love is Blind, but I, judging by the response? I think it's just because they fucked up the live stream, and people really had been following it every episode, and <clears throat> so when the big live stream reunion comes, they all want to watch it. So I can't find what numbers it did live, but they don't. A lot of times, Netflix doesn't give numbers. I've never understood that either. You'd think they would, right? Yeah. I mean, when they have a really successful something like Dahmer, mm -hmm. Dahmer. I mean, nothing beats Dahmer. Well, they did give numbers for that, they didn't did. they? Though? Yeah, they yeah. did. Yeah, Dahmer dominated. He likes the most streamed thing in the history of streaming. Airing live. H M O L. How do you know? He dumb. He dominated. dominated it. <laughs> this says airing live on Saturday night, Chris Rock's selective outrage ranks seventh in TV shows watched in the U.S. for the week. As viewers caught the I one am episode, a man of action. One what episode, was number seven? The Chris Rock thing was that week. Oh, it was only number seven. Yeah, but that's pretty good. You don't think that's good? Wait, number seven of te including television. television shows? Oh, okay. That is yeah. that's great. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, like the first night, maybe? Or is yeah, that all that the ratings? Was, that would have been that first night. Yeah. yeah. And that doesn't count all the people who watched it the following days, right? That reminds me, I was a, there was a two-episode thing on Gacy, and I started to watch it and what? I realized... Gacy? Yeah, it was on a show I've been introduced to recently, and this show is, is interesting. They've been promoting it because there's a new season on ID Channel. It's true crime, and I'm not trying to tell people to watch the show or anything. Donnie Wahlberg you know how guy. Uh, does the promos, you know. There's Donnie Wahlberg and uh, some of the scariest, most horrible things ever. <laughs> You'll be hearing all about them on my new show, Very Scary People. <laughs> Very Scary People? <laughs> the weak what, name. What would stand, what would make something cross the threshold to make them very, very scary? <laughs> And it just, I think it's very scary, people. Let me look it up. Very I'm pretty it sure that's... It is very five seasons of it. Yeah, it's on the fifth season. And so he's been running promos nonstop. And so then I watched an episode, and I'm like... That guy's not I scary. I can't believe... Well, no, the people are scary. They are. They had a really good one about this... Oh, God, it was a weird story. It's about this guy who killed hikers in Mount um, Tambalace or something in California. Mount <laughs> This guy was really scary. There was something really scary about the story. But the thing is... That's not the dude that they caught later in Jersey, right? That we talked about? No. Where the girl escaped? No. Because mm -mm. he, was, he was attacking hikers. No. This guy was in 79 to 81, okay. I believe. And he was, he was creepy looking. He was just really scary. Very. He was very scary. scary. And he got busted. Yeah, he was a very scary person. 
And the reason he got busted is because he had this girlfriend who later realized that, oh, my God, is he very scary? And she left him. But before she knew he was a very scary person, she had this Montana beer drinkers group that she was in. And she had a jacket. This is Montana beer drinkers. And I guess he asked to wear it sometime. And she's like, yeah, I don't care. This jacket is awesome. So, oh, and the, it's tighter than dick skin. <laughs> The very scary person was wearing the Montana beer drinker's oh. coat when he killed someone and oh. wounded someone else. And they remembered that the very scary person was wearing that. And they asked his ex-girlfriend. She's like, oh, that very scary person? Yeah, I gave him my jacket, which was the Montana beer drinker's. Wow. But the funny thing about it is Donnie Wahlberg. And I mean, there have been lots of promos like, this is Donnie Wahlberg and... I'm going to be telling you about some very scary people in this upcoming season. Oh, my God, they are so scary. And I'm Donnie Wahlberg. And be watching ID on Sunday night. Very scary people is back for a new season on ID. He's pretty scary. Police are still trying to find the person or persons responsible. See, they make him scarier for the commercial because he's a very scary people show. Anyway, that's about all he does. He's not at the beginning. He's like, in this episode of Very Scary People... Uh, blah, blah, blah. And then from there, there's another reporter who does all the work. He just intros, and I'm like, what do they pay him for that cake job? That is the most phoned-in <laughs> job ever! Are you saying he's the Robert Stack? They act like, yeah. uh, and uh, the host of our show, Danny Wahlberg. It's like, he doesn't do anything. We'll play the beginning of an episode. Uh, you'll see exactly what he does, which is nothing. <laughs> Wait, isn't Robert there... Stack busts his ass compared to Wahlberg. <laughs> Didn't you say Joan, was it Joan London? Didn't she do the same thing? Or who was it that did that? Oh, that was somebody from CBS. Yeah, that was another show where they would show her interviewing the people, and they weren't in the same room. That's it right. was before COVID. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So they just went, just read these questions off and uh, be on your way. <laughs> but this is so lame. He's only on at the beginning. I don't even think he's on at the end. Where, where is where the a, I recorded it. Just go on and um, uh, saved shows and just go down to Very Scary People. And click any show. Okay. <laughs> I'm picturing you yelling about this. Well, he probably well, I'm watching was, it. Okay, I've never seen the show, but I kept seeing the promo. This is Donnie Wahlberg, and uh, uh, be sure to watch Very Scary People starting, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, Donnie Wahlberg's got a show on ID. Fucking A, I didn't know that. <laughs> and then I watched the show, and it's like, he's on for like five seconds. Uh, it's outrage. like, you know what else is really fake is when... Uh, like when Amy Robach go, and I'm Amy Robach with 2020, and then someone else does all the reporting. Yeah, it's like, yeah. what do they pay her well, just to introduce uh, the show, and then she says goodbye at the no, end? No, the ultimate would be Stone Phillips or now Lester on Dateline. Yeah. They yeah. just intro you know, it. Do and yeah. fucking thing. Like, what is that about? Keith Morrison does all the work. Yeah, but they act like you know, like he's the the host. Yeah, here to be an awkward, mild mannered, middle aged man. Incapable of committing the brutal crimes he would later be accused well, of. This is the end of the last episode, I believe. He looks bizarre. Yeah, okay, well, that's his ending. So you know how much he does at the end by watching this. Yeah, bye. Okay, he's done. He's hurting. One shot. You'll it see was the one beginning. shot, by the way. You'll see the other 10 seconds he does. I became the number one. <laughs> oh, this guy had a terrible stutter. This guy had a really bad stutter. I'm glad the closed captioner added the stuttering. <laughs> That's insensitive. Emotion. Yeah. S S S side. Of me. I'm not the This guy was very scary. And he's a person. <laughs> Come on, Donnie. 
I'm telling ah. you, you see just a teeny bit of Donnie. I want to know how much he was paid. Are there any new kids on the block references? Negative. <laughs> Are there any anti-vaccine rants from his wife? <laughs> and after he's sentenced to death, Here he, he comes. was hanging tough. Welcome to Very Scary People. I'm Donnie Wahlberg. Oh, he comes out of a room. nature lovers. To a nondescript hallway with nothing California. on the walls. Nothing short of paradise. Stunning scenery, breathtaking views, and a chance to escape from the pressures of daily life. But beginning in 1979, a chilling mystery was unfolding on those trails. A man known as the Trailside Killer was targeting women, raping, torturing, and murdering them in a place where they had always felt safe. Investigators had few clues to the killer's identity, but the last five murders were all committed with the same weapon, and the attacks happened on weekends and holidays. Could this pattern bring detectives closer to catching this monster? Here's part two of The Trailside Killer. He's twilight zoning. Cut! You're done! Bye, Donnie! He's, he's... That's all he does! He's Rod Sterling. Yeah, no, that's all he does. And watching those promos for the last month, I'm like, man, Donnie Wahlberg, really into the show, wouldn't you love to see outtakes of any, every yeah. time he messed it up? Right. <laughs> that is so stupid. He walks out of a room. It's a hallway like the hallway that Mick Jagger and David Bowie are jumping out into the hall with <laughs> yeah, each other during Dancing it, with the Street. But Drew, it's just a concrete hallway with one entrance, right? There's nothing on the walls. Well, there's a second it's a very scary entrance, hallway. but it's just really dark and like weird, like it's an abandoned house or something, except Donnie Wahlberg just records the intro to very scary people in the house. How much do you think he makes for that gig? I, that's what I wanted to know, because there's only like 12 episodes a year, so 12 times he walks out of that room and goes, and the mountains of California, there's very scary people who are doing very scary things. I mean, that was like 40 <laughs> seconds. That's it. And well, then once the outro. again, you, know, you don't know what take number that was. <laughs> but to be on the promo, it seems to me you're promising it's a good show. It worked. Got the you. promo is like I'm 10 scared. seconds. Well, no, but I end up angry because I don't think Donnie Wahlberg's putting it into the show. <laughs> I think he just took yeah. a paycheck. It's like, hey, Donnie, you want to do a voiceover? You got to be on video, too. Uh, well, how much time goes into it? It'll take about a half an hour to do all season. He didn't, he oh, didn't, even, ask, yeah, he didn't even ask what it was for. <laughs> no, he didn't part. know. He did not even know. It's for the ID channel. No, that's cool. <laughs> Speaking of the Wahlbergs, is Mark Wahlberg's job now just to go around America popping up around public places? Have you noticed this recently? Mark Wahlberg? He was on the west side of Michigan, um, I, I think working the bar because, of course, now he has a line of margaritas, like Marky Mark, oh my margaritas. Oh, yeah, and I saw a video. Then, and then he showed he up. a whore? Well, that's kind of what I'm getting at. I mean, so then he showed Wahlbergers up. Enough, yeah, is that which is closed now. The is one's it, closed. Oh, that yeah. Is there another family member that needed a job? Is that what's happening? <laughs> so he showed up there, Drew. And like two days later, he showed up to where he had his first job at a grocery store and started bagging groceries. And then like another day ago, he was in a different city working out in a public gym. It's like, is Wahlberg just going around the country and just popping well, up in public places? Why would, why would he get attention for working out in a gym? Because people are like, hey, it's Mark Wahlberg. So it became a story like uh, Donnie or Mark Wahlberg yes. sends temperatures soaring at this public gym. Yeah, Do me just mind your business, please. Because lo shirtless. The local media in these areas are like, hey, Mark Wahlberg, famous. Mark Wahlberg setting temperatures soaring so, today. So they do a story on it. But like that's he's like Charles Corolt driving around the country. Wasn't it Carole, I am a peacock. Yeah. You gotta let me fly. Charles Crawl, who had a second family. Maybe that's why Walbert's doing it. <laughs> he never did a story about that. <laughs> no, he didn't. By the way, I'll never forgive him for what was the name of that movie where he went around making that smell to fart face? Charles Crawl? No, Johnny. Oh. Um, well, Mark, Mark Walbert. The happening? The, ha the crappening, yeah. 
I mean, I just never really thought that he was that great. An I actor. watched that during COVID. That was it was a stupid movie. It was really it? stupid. It was movie. dumb. Yeah. You just can't, you know like the I, the thing, I, whatever it was, would move through grass, you know, and he's like just standing there. Yeah, he's like, like dodging this thing you can't even see. <laughs> that was so dumb. I know. I hate it when one of those plague type movies is phoned in. That makes yeah. me mad because when I see that a movie features some kind of plague or zombies, I'm expecting yeah. to really oh, no, get you want my the ass stuff. kicked. Right. I'm expecting. Some very scary people. <laughs> oh, so that's an M. Night Shyamalan movie, huh? It is, yeah. Yeah, so I get, I get, bet you the trailer looked great. Yeah, kind of. The trailers always look great for his movies. And then the well, movies the beginning suck. of that movie, people were jumping off buildings and this mysterious whatever it was that we never see. What, what's what his new, what's isn't his new one? Isn't the bad guy, spoiler alert, this is an old movie, but isn't the, I've never even seen it, but isn't the bad guy in the movie Trees? Or yeah, what? trees are or, or wind. The trees are or something. releasing something to kill humans to save the oh, earth or the something trees? like that. Who keeps giving this guy money to make these movies? Yeah. I know he's got another one that they're like, for real now, this is a good one. So knock are you talking about knock at the cabin or whatever yeah. with David right. Bautista? That's on Peacock now, and I'm debating whether or not to waste my time with it. Because once again, the trailer for that movie looked really fucking good. Yeah. But it's him, so I think the the theme or, or the twists in it are going to be lame. They're just going to be stupid. Well, it's such a worn-out trope, knock. too. may I come in? The cabin in the woods idea. It's just... Yeah. It's been I, to, how many times? How many times? Cocaine Bear, did you watch it yet? That's oh, also on it. Come on, slow down, guys. <laughs> I, want to talk I was about busy watching Bear. Donnie Wahlberg with Very Scary People. <laughs> what about Very Scary Bears? <laughs> I can't wait to watch that. Well, it's your that assignment. Was, that was me. a very scary story, by the way. That guy with the, the beer drinker's jacket. That was scary. I, I don't know why. It was something just. Was the jacket cool mind. looking, though? Was it better than your Hooters vest? No. N O. No, it was like a cheap spring, uh, like a, a windbreaker. Oh, vinyl? Was yeah, it a nice vinyl jacket? jacket? Who's got the couch? I don't know. But apparently the Montana beer drinkers thought it was good enough for them. I kind of want one. I kind of do, too. And, and actually, it helped. It got the guy identified. Because wow. they were just the, what what got him busted was this guy and, I want to say it was his, his girlfriend. Anyway, they were hiking and they both loved hiking and they were maybe in their 20s. I don't remember exactly how old they were. And this they run into this guy who suddenly tells them, just pulls a gun and says, uh, get over there. And oh, what he wanted them to do, Freeze. it wasn't much, but... He ended up uh, he ended up shooting them both, Ugh. and I think what happened was she held up a, a hand, and the bullet went through her hand, and then it hit him in the neck, mm-hmm. and he's bleeding terribly. And then he shot her, and she just went down to the ground. And the guy took off, and he got away. Really? And this fuck sexually assaulted Ugh. the woman. Oh. Yeah, and when they found her with one sock on. Link. Dying, you know, she was dying, and he yeah, was, that and was the last thing nailing she nailing her. Yeah, uh, David Carpenter, the trailside killer. That's the very scary person in question. It does sound weird. So those the, glasses. So the guy, yeah, he had very identifiable glasses. So the guy, he's going to get help, and he runs into this guy, and he's explaining to him, and the guy's going, "I think I remember that guy," and the, you know, they're they call the police, or they they're going to call the police. When all of a sudden they hear this car door close and they look over and there's the guy getting in his car to drive away. Oh, holy shit. He's like 100 feet away or something. Oh, he's got a yellow jacket on. Oh, the Montana beer drinkers. Yeah. Wow. And a baseball hat. Hey, there he is. And his weird glasses. weird glasses. And the guy um, who was with the girl that died, he 
actually helped the artist do a perfect sketch. Wow. A perfect sketch of the guy. Wow. But it was the beer drinker's jacket oh, that got that him busted. Oh, what a loser. Fuck face. Loser. Is that the, the stupidest thing that anybody has been caught by is a, a jacket? Montana it's beer dumb. drinker's glass It's up there. Jacket? It's definitely up there, Trudy. That's a great point. Oh, well, let's see. I know. I'm really racking my brain um, now. Now, I mean, now it's harder because there's all the electronic trail, you know, the trails that are left by electronics. Well, speaking of that, we oh, were that, talking about American so Car and we your were, phones. And we were stuff talking like about that. American Manhunt because it's a fantastic documentary that's new on Netflix, and we went through it, and we were talking about all the footage. I had I've been inundated with messages and boner liners who are like. All that footage is fake and recreated. They said so in the beginning, but I didn't think all of the CCT. Not all. Not all was. of it was no. No, I don't think it all like, was they didn't at recreate all. Recreate that him running him and him running Tamerlan over. That wasn't a stunt that they pretended to be CCTV. I think CCTV. a lot, of, I think I a lot of that was real. And by the way, the chopper flying over the crime scene with all the blood, which was incredible. Yeah. You think they recreated that? I don't think so. I don't know. Everybody was mad at me today. The, oh, fuck people who are mad. People, half the time people who are mad are talking out their ass. You can't be mad at someone when you're talking out of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Can we watch the beginning of it? Because I, I, don't, I don't remember seeing that they were recreating. I mean, there were some obvious recreations. You know what they recreated? They recreated scenes with Tamerlan and Jokar. Yeah, yeah when they went into the them, stores those and were stuff. were obvious. Right, because they were mixing up the face. Yeah, you the, could tell yeah. that that was fake. Yeah, but, that was obvious. But people were telling me that all the footage... I think you're talking about the, the, the camera shots of them uh, when they first saw White Hat, Black Hat. Uh -huh. Isn't that what you're referring to, Brandon? Like That was how, real. That was they, him. No, I know, and how they backtracked it through those cameras. That was absolutely real footage. I, they I would have had a million have cameras the in the middle of Boston. Really, they had the footage. Really Charming. <laughs> they stayed up late. <laughs> I wonder. Now that's got to be doing some big numbers. That's got to be getting a lot of views. I would because the marathon so. is yesterday, mm. and the ten-year anniversary, and it was a fascinating story anyway. And ten years is a pretty long dis. I mean, a lot of people were ready to see that. I think I was. I was like, oh my god, I barely remember that story, and it was just happened. Yeah. I just didn't remember all the details, but as it came along, I did. But then they added a lot of stuff that I did. didn't know. There was a story in the New York Times, too, uh, about the guy who, you know, was like, hey, here's my friend. Joker was my buddy. I doubted it was him and all oh, these, that guy? All these years the goat. later. How haunted he is by all of that. He should be. Yeah. He didn't want it to be him. And he also, I understand why, you know, I think that happens to people. It doesn't make people that were victims feel any better. Mm. But check these out real quick here. Yeah, I hate to rain on your parade regarding <laughs> the Boston Marathon documentary and the footage. They have the footage. <laughs> but if you watch the beginning of that episode where they have the footage, they indicate that all of that footage is recreated. Oh, all of it? All of it. No. Closed circuit TV footage of the cars driving. They faked it. That guy is a liar. Wait, they showed of, of the real footage, though. Yeah. I, some of the footage I Wait, recognize. The footage of Meng running? Is that fake? That's what they're that insinuating. They're insinuating that Meng running across the street is fake, that oh, Meng no. inside the gas station is fake. That's real. There was a 911 yeah, call. Two shows in a row, you guys are all super excited about all the never-seen-before pictures from the Boston uh, manhunt. And if you would have just paid attention... I'm sure you've got... Oh, suck it. You pay attention. Pay attention to this. <laughs> Here's another one. Hey, Brandon. I was uh, listening to the show. Talking about the old 
Boston, well, I wish I knew what they were specifically talking about, because there's some things that could have gone either way, I suppose. And I was just going to say, if you noticed before that episode, there was a little message that said some of the CC videos. Some, not all. Yeah, you can see it all. How do you know exactly, how are you Mr. Know What's Made, Redone, and Know What's Real? And I took that as the recreation of like when they're looking at each other and their faces are yes, melting. Of yeah, no, that was fake. You know, um, the ATM, I wasn't sure about. The ATM was definitely real. I that... thought it was real, but yeah. I wasn't positive. I mean, there's some things that I thought were maybe could go either way, well, but the there was surveillance... a lot of stuff that I thought was very real. And if somebody's telling me the, the surveillance... surveillance footage of the bomb site is fake, that's bullshit. I, th I remember seeing that 10 years I ago. I tell you, the surveillance footage of uh, Danny running away and then in the gas station, if that's fake, they faked it back in 2015 when I'm, on, <laughs> I'm watching it right now ah! on New Star, so. Wow. Okay, so take that, mister. I know what footage is fake and I know what's remade. <laughs> that's pay your name. Mr. Pay attention. Your name. Forever. If you'd paid attention. Yeah, why don't you pay attention? If you paid attention, you would have looked it up like If Mark you'd paid did. attention, you'd know that some of the footage was fake, not all of it. We've identified some of the fake footage. Is that an incorrect correction? I think it is. Huh. I think it is. It's at least a uh, more than 50% incorrect correction. <laughs> I don't know everything that was recreated, but I, I did know that a lot of it was absolutely real. Because they didn't say all of it was recreated. Know, I'm looking for the uh, beginning. Cause I don't remember it's seeing probably, it. I don't remember it's probably seeing like it. part of the proceeds where just a little bit's recreated. <laughs> I don't I honestly don't remember seeing that at the beginning of the show, though. I, you know, that guy, I, I hope I bust him not paying attention sometime. He's never going to hear the fucking end of it. We have the footage. I have all the footage. You better be paying attention to everything. It doesn't say anything. That just has that guy talking about the marathon is how it starts. No, I did see Evans. one. I, did, I don't it, see it. It might have been episode two, right when it starts. It mentioned something about... Uh, recreation, but I assumed that that recreation was the obvious ones where you see a person playing yeah. Jokar and his face is melting. So you think it's episode two? Yeah, I know. I saw. I know that I saw. Episode one starts with that guy who ran the marathon and then went to work. I know. What a go getter. He did. He ran oh, the yeah, marathon. Yeah, here it is. The beginning of it. Some surveillance and CCTV footage in this episode have been recreated based upon research and firsthand accounts. We have the footage. I have all the footage. So it, I guess some of it. Did is they fake. designate the parts of the documentary where it was recreated, well, or is it you? You know, it's funny. The very first shot of that episode is the one where Joker is shopping. You know, from the oh, yeah. like the body level. That's that's obviously recreated. Yeah. How would they have ever found? But I didn't think shopping? that the video of the car running uh, Tamerlan over was recreated in any way. You can't recreate running this. a person over. Hang on, let me pull this up here. Look at this. You're telling me that this part. Let me go back a bit. That part, obviously, this part where he's walking into the store 20 minutes after the bombing, is that's a recreation? Because if that's the case, why not recreate it so it looks normal? Like, that's got, that's real, right? Is that not real? Yeah, it looks real. Yeah, I assume this was the real footage, and this now is the footage I've never seen. That clearly is a recreation. <laughs> exactly. I agree with your assessment. Hmm. It was a good documentary either way. I really recommend it to everybody because yeah. I, I learned a lot of things about an event that I 
thought I knew a lot about, and I guess I didn't. Did you wonder when they're going to kill him? Yeah, well, I, when it, are said, they it said him? at the very end his last appeal was denied uh, in 2022. So he's oh. on, he is on death row. Isn't he staying at Supermax? Yep, yeah. Are you surprised we haven't heard from him? Yeah, nothing. Like doing an, an interview or something? I don't think they allow, they don't, is it federal? Yep. Prisoners, they don't allow to do video interviews, but audio interviews or some, or vice versa. Yeah. Okay. Um, I thought, I don't know, but super, maybe because he's in Supermax, nobody's allowed to talk to him. Remember when he was so hot on the cover of Rolling Stone and people went, <laughs> I know. Yeah. And when he gave the finger. Yeah, he didn't show any remorse. He gave a finger to the camera. Oh, fuck you, Joker. Shouldn't that execution be pay-per-view? It should. Oh, wow. That's how we... It's only pay-per-view. That's how we help the national debt. It's free viewing for the victims, because they get to go and watch if they want. Since we're we're such a um, Christian nation, can we do eye for an eye and kill him with a pressure cooker? Like, make him sit on it? That's a great idea. Nude? Sit on it. (laughs) Nude. With that little (laughs) nub going right in his anus. And when it blows up, bye bye See ya. Sure, you like my idea. So, I'm just thinking, was, bomb. Yeah. Just thinking out loud. I don't know. Yeah, so it, so it blows him up from the inside out. And then put it like a clear plastic like case over the top of him so he, he just splatters inside the case. Oh, that'd be does excellent. Does it go in the butt? So yes, it does. So we don't have to clean it up like we're on United Air. I mean, I feel if there were, if if there may if there were more of those, people might not be pulling shit as much if you would see some horrible grisly ending yeah, for if that. If you're executed dickhead. noon in public. <laughs> With yeah, with a pressure cooker up your ayas. What a concept! Do you think that's really going to be I, a deterrent? I, I don't know. I think so. I can't murder this person. I, I might be executed nude on pay per view. What? I I think well, if, of course that was the whole that was the whole reasoning behind public executions. I mean, yeah, as a deterrent. To show, hey, yeah. look at look at what we will do. Yeah, if but we, they, if they know the cap, capital punishment is not a deterrent to a crime because most people that commit crimes no, think they're going to get away with it. Th- no, but if you make it something really grisly, you know, like that really. Right. I just don't think people think that far ahead. They just think they're going to get away with it, and they want to just do it. Or heat of the moment action. Yeah. If you think it, uh, some, they're like, going to put something up my butt and explode it. Might if Tamerlan knew that we would all see his brother drive over him with Danny Meng's car, I don't think that would have deterred him. I like things in my butt from committing his crime. Danny Meng rules. Yeah, Danny Meng does rule. <laughs> so does t- Shannon, who has Danny Meng's phone. She was a nice girl. She's not Wait, you guys talked to him? We talked to no, Shannon. We talked to the lady that has his phone number now. Really? Aw. Uh, yeah, and she admitted that she's getting calls here uh, and there. Is she proud of yeah, Danny? I don't think she saw. Well, we, didn't we assign her the uh, homework of watching the series? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We figured she was going to be local in the Boston area because she had his number. But nope, she was right up north in Charlevoix. Beautiful Charlevoix. Really? God, that does not feel wow. like 10 years ago. Yeah, it doesn't. Wow. It was a fun. That was a we fun were in the old when that was going on. We were, yeah. That's what's that's what's weird about watching stuff like this. It's like I remember where I went when that was Austin, going on. Massachusetts. <laughs> yeah. Like I remember where we were when it was. Uh, I was at Lily's in Royal Oak when they caught him. Oh, really? Yeah. That night, right? Because it was that night. Really? Or when they were counter, counter maybe the Watertown when all the shooting was. Well, going I just on. can recall that when they were on lockdown, that was the first I had heard of a lockdown. Like I was like, oh my god, it's like martial law in Watertown, and then yeah. uh, and then COVID happened, and I'm like, oh, this shit happens. <laughs> yeah, that was a, a good reason for a lockdown, though. What that one? Yeah, the show car one. Was I, you know, it's it's really it's really intriguing. That's one of the things I liked about the documentary is you have the FBI who did not want. I think we talked about it yesterday. Didn't want that photo out, and the local and, and, and didn't 
interview Tamerlan enough to keep him under watch. And then you have the local police mad at the FBI for not doing that, but they're the ones that released the photos. So they're it was a pretty right down the other. middle. I think it was a good doc. This is what a fair. documentary is supposed to be. It shows multiple sides. I thought it, I thought it was fair. I think so. How too. they did it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, nowadays we're, <laughs> we're we have a whole bunch of documentaries that take a defensive side, or they tug, you know, they take. Well, one. yeah, they, they tell a story. Yeah, so. it was uh, very journalistically correct. And fuck those two guys. Yeah, really. They're gonna unanimous. I forgot. Dead. I for, totally forgot about all the um, the defense of Joe Carr about. Well, it's his brother's fault. It's his oh, brother. Made, no, the, his brother is the one that brother influenced him. him. It's like you know what though. It's still your fault for being influenced, regardless if it's your brother or anybody else. And your your brother didn't intimidate you into. Putting a gun to Danny Meng's head and, no. and, and bragging, hey, do you know who we are? We're the Boston. I just don't. No one messes with my brother. I just don't buy that at all, and they were making a big deal about this. No. Well, that's their defense so. lawyer, so or his defense lawyer. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. But there were a lot of people that went along with that. Made excuses <laughs> for him. Yeah, for sure. Because they dumb. made him look hot. Stupid people. Which was really dumb. Too many stupid people. It was that Time Magazine. Time Magazine made him look a hot. Rolling Stone. A Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone did. That's yeah. right. Yeah. It, it was Time Magazine. They're the ones that made OJ. darkened OJ yeah, like darker. to make him look more guilty. Which you know, I don't think anybody cared about that. <laughs> <laughs> there, that was a big uproar when they got busted photoshopping it. Which yeah, they're not supposed to be doing that. But I don't think we cared because we all know OJ murdered uh, Nicole and yeah. Uh, Ron. Yeah. <laughs> True. And got away with it. Man, I'm what just is saying. he doing? What? Checked in on the uh, Boston Marathon bombing documentary. No, I'm <laughs> kind of withdrew. I don't ever want to hear from OJ, OJ again. No, he's always that, popping off on Twitter. Last time he checked in was about Brian Koburger. But he says nothing. He doesn't ever say anything. Yeah. Just hello, Twitter world. This is what I think about this. I watched the American Manhunt and the Boston Marathon bombers. And, like, nobody <laughs> no, wants your I would never have done that. No. And Danny Mang, what if he really liked Danny Mang? Oh, yeah. That reminds me of me running through the airport. Here's his most recent one. <laughs> Danny Mang ran faster than hey, OJ ever ran. Hey, me, yours truly. Well, while I was scrolling the TV today, uh, one former NFL player, well, I must admit, I normally like what he says. Blah, but blah, blah. He was kind of downgrading Saquon Barkley's uh, importance to the Shut Giants. up. No one cares yeah. about it. Who wants OJ's analysis? Shut up. I do you think him. I'm sick of him. Do you think OJ put out a mock draft? <laughs> no, he doesn't have the energy for that. He loves fantasy golf. football, just not probably. I might have killed two people, my handicap is six. <laughs> well, look at OJ is in the best of shape now. Remember when he was in prison, he was fat? Yeah, he, he actually, I have well, to admit, he looks pretty good for OJ at 70, yeah. whatever he's, he's probably 75, isn't he, at least? 77? Got to be getting up there. It's. Oh my God, the tweet before that was, have a terrific Easter. <laughs> For me, a murderer. You know, he's such a God-loving person, and I know the resurrection means a lot to him. <laughs> what an asshole. I mean, just think of how hey, ridiculous that me, is. Yours truly, and just want to wish you a very happy Easter <laughs> Sunday. You know, I started the day is his head uh, in prayer. No, he's just got a very bad receding hairline. My two siblings, my brother and my sister, who I lost in the last year. Oh, that's sad. Oh, I know at least she wasn't murdered. Did anybody murder him? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're in a good place at this time. Uh, then I moved on to watching the Masters, watching them finishing yesterday. Because everyone knows you're only I'm judged by your handicap, not whether you murdered anyone. <laughs> yeah, this guy. And your rushing yardage. 
<laughs> I wish I lived in a bubble like that. O.J. Simpson. Hoo hoo ha ha. Hey, the Brandon, you know the guy who uh, tripped the guy in the car chase? The police were chasing this guy who got out of his car and started running on foot. And the pizza delivery guy is watching this, and he goes. And he steps closer to the guy that's running away and trips him. That's awesome. He's running away from the cops. Wow. Should we? Is he worth a call? We can try him. He. So I talked to him earlier today. His name is Tyler, and he decided. Uh, or I here. We want to take a look at the video here. When a police chase comes to a screeching halt right in front of the home. The suspect takes off running. The delivery person, pizza still in hand, by the way, trips. <laughs> oh the my God! That's great. The move helped <laughs> wow. police make that arrest. Burrell never came close to dropping Are the you pizza, let the record show. Whoa! Wow, what a wipeout that was. Can you watch, Can I watch it on this one? We're, we're seeing again. Oh, there's oh, a pizza guy, too. Wow. Yeah, I thought he was tripping the cop at first. I, I was like, what? What? Why did he walk like, away from the house? I like how they point out, he never dropped the pizza. <laughs> I know. Here, this is the full one. We can, we can hear him. Is knocking. Whoa! <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, he ran into an electrical. That's pole. a high-speed chase. What did he hit? An That's electrical pole. See the wires. <laughs> oh, okay. high-speed chase. That's the. Oh my god, Jagger! Oh my god, Jagger! There's a high-speed chase. Oh god, lady, relax. <laughs> There it goes. He's yeah, taking it off. Like an, oh, what a move! He called him a fucking idiot. That is not the first guy he's tripped in his <laughs> really? life. Oh, I no don't way. think so. No, I he's think a big, that's a big dude, too, that pizza delivery that's guy. That's a signature oh, move. Ballsy. I have his number and we can try him. The problem is he's like, dude, he, he sounded really cool on the I know. phone. I, I'm sure he's busy. But he's like, dude, I got GMA calling, Fox calling. I'm booked all day. No, he's not booked all day. Oh, that's well, bullshit. He's not so busy because he answered your call. <laughs> okay, I'll try him. His name's Tyler? Tyler. Tyler. Ty! The pizza guy. I think he might have tripped people for other reasons before. Just saying. Like what? The way he what kicked up. I don't know. What are you, what are you suggesting? I'm what are you, what are you saying? I think he's tripped people before. I mean, the way he kicked the leg just at right, the right time. I think he did it. I mean, he used it for good purposes. I'm I'm happy for him. <laughs> yeah, just... They would have caught him anyway, but he saved them some work. Yeah. The guy's got hell of road rash now, too. It's our second day in a row, the pizza delivery story. I can't get over Your yesterday. Your call has been forwarded oh, to an automated bummer. voice messaging Hi. system. Fuck him. Four. Eight. Do you want to see his interview with, um, G- with uh, Inside no. Edition? Okay. No. All right, yeah. No. No. It's an embargo guy. on anything oh, yeah. he does until he talks to us. <laughs> Not that important. <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, that story yesterday, I can't get over. They deliver the pizza to the yeah. wrong house, and the guy's like, where's my pizza? And I, Oh, uh, what's your dress? Oh, well, we delivered it four houses away. Go get the pizza from them. No, the pizza's old, and why should you have to get it from them? How does he know that? Why do we know they don't? They didn't spit on it. I was wondering. Do you the think- chain of command is completely obliterated? Make <laughs> another pizza and deliver it to the right address. You don't suppose that they saw the pizza being delivered to the wrong house, 
And well, 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 the people ate it. So, I mean, did they eat it really they quick? They had time to eat it. By the yeah. time they ate it, it would have been cold. So, I mean, it would have been cold. The guy would have had to reheat it. Because what happened? Did What happened? There was a confrontation between the pizza eaters and the pizza payer. Order, right? yeah. Yeah. But because the people just ate the pizza that got delivered to their house. Did they? Did somebody get shot or something? Yeah, five people got shot. Two 14-year-olds. Nice going, pizza company. 30, 30 nice job. <laughs> yeah, it's their fault. Nice delivering it to the wrong fucking house and then telling the guy to go get it. Right. <laughs> what, Do we know that, though? I don't know. What pizza chain is it? They don't, I don't know. They don't, they don't say. Oh, Brandon, I thought it was in your why would he? Why would he go that's, over that's there the after all that time had passed and they'd eaten yeah. the pizza? I have Tyler's to believe he called them. They're like, yeah, no, we delivered to the wrong house. I think you better go get it. Well, it's... Uh, Maybe Fox 2, when they did the story, had a little bit more uh, information to it. Yeah, I'd like to know. I'd like to call the pizza place, find out what involvement they have. No, I looked through a they whole bunch blood of stories, on their hands. and I didn't see, I can see a lawsuit if that was the case. New details about a shootout on Detroit's west side involving multiple people, including two 14-year-olds. And police say it all started yeah, because a, a pizza was day. delivered to the wrong house. Fox 2's Jessica Dubnak joins Tight us live dress. with the rest Oops. of the story. We understand a person is in custody, Jessica. Probably That's a bit right. Of an One person in custody as of this evening. They're now hungry. we have reported some uh, ridiculous, bizarre reasons, motives for shooting. This one absolutely tops ridiculous. the list. We're talking about a pizza delivered it to really the wrong the address. <laughs> uh, someone got so nah. mad about this mistaken delivery, they reached for a gun and started firing into a group of people. Why so it many was, people it was involved it was in a pizza being Quincy delivered? Quincy Smith and his crew is ceasefire Detroit on scene of a quadruple shooting on Detroit's west side Thursday night. Two 14-year-old boys are the victims. We had parents showing up uh, in tears, not knowing, you know, if their child was safe. Sources tell us preliminarily it all started when a group at one of the homes in the 13,500 block of Penrod near Schoolcraft ordered a pizza. It accidentally went to the neighbor's house. They apparently no ate it. And when the folks that ordered it confronted them about it, yelling turned to gunfire between both groups as many as 30 rounds fired. All victims are stable in the hospital as of Friday afternoon. Two 14-year-old boys, one shot in the stomach, the other in his face. The other two victims, a 31-year-old man shot three times and another 32-year-old man. The community needs to understand so, this isn't normal, who right? We shouldn't the pizza. Get used this story adds to nothing. hearing a, a 14 year old is dead, a 14 year old got killed, a 13 year old got shot. Ten people were detained, several teens among them. Ten. All were released except one adult male suspect. Police say it's possible one of the victims was also a shooter. Ceasefire with an urging to stop using guns to resolve conflict. Yeah. It always starts at home for me. I want to know more right? about the pizza. Um, parents well, it'd be nice if they delivered the pizza to the right house. house. I mean, on how to resolve it could have been it could have been prevented. Just okay. saying. All four of the victims okay, that you, are Jessica. still in the hospital were from the same group. <laughs> they were among the folks. Thank you, that Jessica. Ate the pizza that Bye, was Jessica. not theirs. Bye. Bye. Uh, the 56-year-old baseball player. This guy, 56 years old, who's playing college baseball. He just emailed me. He did. Mm-hmm. What did he say? He said, "Brandon, I'd love to come on the show." I'm a 56-year-old baseball player. <laughs> Can you reach out to the marketing department since I'm in school uh, right now? I mean the marketing Come department. He gave me, provided me an email address, so I got to oh, follow up. Fuck. He needs marketing. scheduling. We embargo him. <laughs> yeah, he's embar- he is embargoed <laughs> unless this is a lot easier than he's making it sound. Marketing department. Why don't you just fucking me. call us back? I thought you were an adult. I thought you were 56. <laughs> I thought Boy, you were retired. Uh, call your own shots. I 
don't think he should have made the team. I saw some highlights of him. Did you see what happened in his first at bat? What did he do? Struck out in three pitches. Oof. Yeah, I, that would be what I would expect of most at bats based on the batting practice I saw. <laughs> really? <laughs> terrible for him. He's cut from his high school team. Why is he going to get better when he's 40 years older? <laughs> I know it's a community What's college school? team. Oh, it's but, a community college. Oh, yeah, man. small community college. Well, send him an email, Brandon, and if they make it easy, we'll, we'll try I talked to him. And I did I did want you to know that Ty, Tyler said he'd talk to us, but tomorrow. Oh. So. Okay. Well, hey, there was an embargo. Well, once everyone else has talked to him, if he'll talk know. to us. And... He was so busy. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll see about that. So busy <laughs> answering every call that came his way. All right. Well, did I, um, did I mention YouTube today? To subscribe to our YouTube channel? You did not. Way, I don't think people are taking the kind of pride, collective pride, in our success on YouTube that they should. Or else they'd be signing up. They'd be subscribing and enjoying our collective pride. I thought we were all in this together. We all wanted to get a really successful we're YouTube channel going. We're all in this going. together. Yeah. Um, I got a message from someone who says, what's the Flint Councilman's name you have on the podcast? Eric Mays. Out of, out of order guy about gaslighting. I literally pissed my me. pants. Hilarious. Well, they should watch the D. YouTube. Uh, D. <laughs> Yeah, regarding Hopefully she's watched him on YouTube. Regarding our yes. YouTube channel, we're all in this together, and by we, I mean me. <laughs> no, I thought everybody took pride in our YouTube and our Twitter, and uh, yeah. people were following because they wanted to keep up with the show, and they also took pride in the success of the show and the mm -hmm. success of the YouTube channel. But I, maybe I'm mistaken. Maybe it's all about me. Didn't mean for it to be. It's all about me. I was trying to make it a, a team thing. <laughs> but uh, let's see. You're such a victim. What a victim you are. No, I just, I misinterpreted, I, I misread the situation, I guess. <laughs> Unfortunately, I thought it was going to be a group pride matter, a matter of group pride, but apparently not because people, people are joining. They're just joining, not as quite as quickly as I had hoped. And we're up to 7,050. 7, that's, that's, so, right. that's a gain, right? Yeah, it's a gain. Just in the last two days, it's been a little slow. It seems, seems like a slog now. <laughs> slog. Sad. It's it's like we're trying to catch. Uh, it's like we're we're trying to catch Adam Rich on YouTube too. <laughs> Does he have a YouTube page? No. He, thank God. No, he doesn't. Nobody wants to see him on YouTube. Oh boy. What? There, yeah, is, there is an Adam Rich one that has. Oh no. Okay, this is a different guy. Oh. <laughs> it's a DJ Adam. Does he Rich. have more followers? Yeah. How no, many does one point seven thousand. Yeah, suck it. He sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, Ghost Budsters, we are giving away a pound of Ghost Budsters pot at Breeze and Hazel Park on Thursday. That is Thursday at Breeze in Hazel Park. A pound of weed. Eli and Brandon will be there at high noon till 2. So in the meantime, even uh, through Thursday... Even right this minute, you can go to Breeze and Hazel Park and tell your friends, it's free weed! Because <laughs> what they're doing is uh, a buy one, get one free deal on all flour when you mention the Drew and Mike show while supplies last. And also, Ghost Budster is now in jars in Oxford and Joyology in Lake Orion. Jars in Oxford, Joyology in Lake Orion. In addition to Vibe and Inkster, uh, Dispo and Romeo in Hazel Park, and Breeze in Hazel Park, where Brandon and Eli will be Thursday at noon. Hell yeah. And the show is, uh, of course, brought to you by our presenting sponsor, Hall Financial. And the spring buying season is rocking, so home inventory is on the rise. Rates have leveled off. 
the lowest they've been in a while. So if you think it might be time to buy, call Hall Financial. If you're looking for down payment assistance this week, they just announced a 1% down program with up to 4,000 forgivable down payment assistance for qualified buyers. It was 2,500 before, and Jim said a lot of people were qualifying for that and uh, utilizing that to buy homes. Now up to $4,000. That's pretty impressive. And if you're thinking about summer, spring renovations, or a second home up north, take advantage of the equity in your house now. Go to the website and click the link to get started for Hall's above and beyond five-star service for our listeners. Call 866-CALL-HALL and click the link on our website. Make sure to tell them we sent you to Hall Financial. And Carl's back tomorrow. Uh, I don't know what they're on, what Carl's talking about tomorrow. I'm sure it'll be something... He's really due to like something. That's all I know. I mean, there's been a lot of negativity with uh, some of the podcast suggestions, which have not turned out to be very good podcasts. But, you know, I think it might be time for a winner with Carl. We'll see. They had some great shows, by the way, who are these podcasts lately, if uh, if you're so inclined. They had a really good show with, did you hear the latest one, Brandon, with I Dr. Did. Steve and, uh, and Dick, Dick Masterson? Masterson? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a, good a funny one. show. Who was the, oh, that was about... Yeah, those were overweight people who were, well, <laughs> no, no explanation required. It wasn't received terribly well. But anyway, we'll see you tomorrow on the Drew and Mike Show. See you! We can say anything here. A tree of trust and understanding. Anything. Like boobies. I mean, take take yesterday, for example. We were we out at the Olive Garden for dinner, which was lovely. And uh, I happened to look over at a certain point during the meal and see a waitress taking the water. And I found myself wondering uh, what uh, color her underpants might be. Her panties. Uh, outside, they're probably basic white cotton underpants. But I started thinking, well, maybe they're, maybe they're, maybe they're silk panties. Maybe, maybe, it's a, maybe it's a thong. Maybe it's, a, maybe it's something really cool that... I don't even know about, you know, and uh, I started thinking that, uh, it, what? Well, they thought we were in the trust tree with, in the nest, do we not? We are. Uh, okay. It's okay. Hmm? We are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it's okay. It's okay. Please. <sighs> I guess what I'm trying to say is that, that now that I'm married, I'm definitely feeling a little freaked out about the fact that I'm going to have sex with only one person for the rest of my life.